Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Rude and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. Bing bang! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Well, I saw Brett Favre, when he's not taking pictures of his dong, wrapping it in copper products, he's commenting on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> hey, this is Brett Favre for Copper Dong. <laughs> Cop- copper Dong Favre here. I'm throwing a football to my dog. Copper Dong. Cop- <laughs> my balls are too big for your mouth. <laughs> copper Dong. <laughs> football. Football. For the dog's yes, mouth. Football. Yes, the football is too big. Gotta get some tennis balls. Come on. Get your mind out of the gutter. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big program. What? Pogrom. Hello, Bone. Big pogrom. That's what we've got, a program. We've got a big mm. program today. Yeah. Bone of Education coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. What are you teaching us today, Bone? Today we're going to learn about... Uh, I love I love this idea of people who did a first thing, because mm-hmm. we don't know a lot about a lot. Like the first person who shook someone's hand. We don't know who that was, I don't think. It'd be neat to find out. Yeah. There's a story I saw about a man who took the first acid trip in human history. We know very, we know great detail about this. And so we're going to discuss Albert Hoffman, a Swiss chemist who took LSD for the first time and documented everything that happened. So there you go. We'll do that at four o'clock. What about the first person to put a picture of a naked person on the internet? Oh, you know, I don't know that one. But, well, Al Gore well, invented the internet, that, so I assume though, right? five minutes later he put a naked picture on it. That's got to be something that's known, right? I mean, I know it's not the blockchain. It's not, you know, that secure. But someone had to know, here's the internet. Here's the first time someone sent an email with, you know, a picture in it that was a little naughty. What about the first person to make a non-fungible token? We have to know that, well, Of too. course we know that. No, but see, okay, you're right. Some of this stuff, that's what I'm talking about, like, I would have assumed, and there probably was, there was probably some caveman or something, Neanderthal, way back in the day, who ate a mushroom that was a little oh, fermented. I'm sure. I'm sure it happened all the time. And didn't know what was happening to him, but we do actually know in this case of a person who took a now well-known drug for the first time and experienced all of it and wrote about it. And actually, little spoiler alert for you, gave two very different accounts of said trip when he wrote about it for his journalistic purposes for you know science and then when he later was like i'm gonna write a book i'm 70 i'm gonna write a book about my life very different the way he which described one do you think two. is true well hard to say the one that came in the 70s that he wrote very romantic about the whole idea oh the one that he wrote a few days after it all happened not as romantic a little more freaked out okay but we'll get there. It's a, it's it's an interesting little story. We'll do at 4 o'clock. Bone of education, top of the 4 o'clock hour. We will name drop with Jeff Rimmer today because we were unable to do it yesterday. He was detained going through customs yesterday. 
He too was on an acid trip he as well. He had acid in his ace. Ace acid. I've never taken it. Is that how you do it? Okay. Well, that's how he was storing it. Because <laughs> he wanted to drop some acid when he got to Chicago. Because that Calgary acid, it's known <laughs> yes. for its healing properties. Calgary, it's Calgary's known for its beef and acid. That's right. That's beef. what they have on the billboards when you beef go there. And then Bret Hart. He's there too. Three. Yes, three things. Yeah. Beef, Bret Hart, and acid. Uh, would you rather, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Earlier today was the free skate final in China. If you don't want to hear what happened, NBC will show it tonight. Then earmuff it for two seconds. Camilla Vieva. I cannot say her name. I'm Vila, so sorry. Vileva? Whatever. Valieva. She was the favorite, but uh, her routine was mistake filled and she dropped to fourth. So what happened? Now, another Russian won the gold medal. And I'm sure in a couple days we'll figure out that. She's on Jeff Rimmer's Canadian acid, and she'll have to give the medal back. Yeah. But they weren't going to hold a medal ceremony if Camelia finished, won a medal, either right. well, know, gold, silver, or bronze. Am I wrong? They they combine what was happening a couple days ago, or yesterday, or whatever that was, where they com- they combine the two, right? There's I the, think so. There's the free skate, and then there's, there's the, the short program. Short, yeah, that's what it is. Short program, and then the long program, and they combine the two scores, and so apparently that's where she finished All fourth, right. was a combination. So she was not good today. No. And she was crying and breaking down and fell down several times. If she were to win a medal, no medal ceremony. When it became evident that she wasn't going to win a medal, then they scrambled and got flowers ready and the podiums out, and they had a medal ceremony. Right. Kind of weird that they yes, had to. Go it's almost like this. this is all very stupid. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I I know it sounds like I'm defending this girl, and and I don't even know what the right word is for what I'm about to say, but I, in some small way, feel bad for like I don't know how a 15 year old processes any of what's going on. Right. Not well. Well, no, right. I wouldn't think. We talk about mental health all the time and the pressures that happen, and we've seen this in other sports, especially sports where you are a solo performer. It's not like you're a part of a team where other people can pick up the slack or whatever. You're you're the one. You go out there. You do your routine. Tennis, we've seen this, right? You're the only one out there. It's you versus the world. That can be mentally taxing anyway. Then it's your lifelong dream then your coach says, take this stuff. It's what you need to take. And maybe she knows, maybe she doesn't, whatever. She takes it either way. Then you're a cheater. Now your reputation's out there. I'm saying, doesn't surprise me that she had a little issue in the skate. Does it surprise you? No, like, I said it two Given days all ago, this craziness? I said two days ago, I don't blame her. I don't, I don't blame her because I don't think she knows what she's taking. She has no choice. They say, take these supplements. It'll make you feel better. But she's going to say no. Yeah, it's not it's not the same thing where, you know, this girl lives in the suburbs of Lewis Center and does this on the side. And if she says she doesn't want to do it, then that's the end of it. You know, she's she's born and bred to do this. Right. She's in the system. The Russian Olympic Committee, they have a very specific way of working. We've seen that throughout the years. They are going to cut corners. They're going to try and look for every single advantage. And you know what? Why shouldn't they? Because what happens? The IOC comes out with a slap on the wrist once every couple of years. And, oh, here come the Russians. They do it again. But they're allowed to compete in the next Olympic Games. They're allowed to bid as the host city for Olympic Games. The IOC wants their money. They want the eyeballs of all the Russians tuning in to watch on television. Yeah, it's it's 
clearly motivated by money. It's clearly motivated by what the IOC is. And that that is where I get so frustrated in sports and in life. If you come out and tell me, look, all I care about is money. I have no problem saying that's what I'm about. To, to some degree, I mean, that that is easier for me to tolerate as much as I may not agree with who you are or what you believe in or what you think. Like, if you're just... I'm I'm greedy and I want all this. Okay, I know who you are. I know what I'm dealing with. It's when that's the, not how the Olympics present themselves, right? It's when the Olympics or the NCAA or name your big sports entity or otherwise that say no, no, no. It's not the money is very secondary. I care more about this beauty of the game or or the the love of competition. The money is what allows us to yeah. present these games to you. We just want to really make this competition the best it can. And and maybe that was true for some people who've said that in the past, but it's clearly not now. And I hate it when that just gets recycled and thrown at you. The IOC is as cynical as anyone on this. They want the money. You're exactly right on that. And so we know what we know what's going on. And it's frustrating because you're right. That's the that's a marquee event in the Olympics. One Absolutely. of two or three, if not number one it is one of the marquee events, and it's been, you know, ruined by this to some degree because there's been this cloud of suspicion over the women's side of this thing pretty much this whole time. The Canadian women beat the American women for the hockey gold last night. I say every single cycle, I don't want to see NHL players in this. It does nothing for me. Uh, men's hockey actually does very little for me in the Olympics. I'm, I'm all in on the women's hockey, and I, I, I don't know if I can explain it, but... You know, I watch the best in men's competition every single night. It's called the National Hockey League. And yes, there's something about competing for your nation and all of that. But I get more sucked into the events that I don't watch on a nightly basis. Women's hockey, one of those things. And I thoroughly enjoyed the game last night, even though I would have preferred the American victory as the outcome. Yeah, yeah, same here. And obviously, I I would be rooting for the USA, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention there were a couple Buckeyes on that team for Canada, yeah. a couple women's hockey players. So congratulations to Emma Malteus and Natalie Spooner, who earned gold medals. Spooner. Yeah, the uh, women's hockey team for the Buckeyes, they're good, man. Did you know their story a couple years ago where they were like the number one team in the country or one of the top two or three teams in the country? And they were all ready to go to the Frozen Four, their you know their tournament to go yeah. try to win a championship. And then this little thing called COVID happened, and it just all got wiped out. They have they they had the similar frustration, unfortunately, to like UD basketball, where they were having a year and it just got wiped out. And there's and now they have to try to get it back. So I think they're pretty good again this year. Hopefully they'll get a chance at redemption in that. But yeah. Congrats to these two Buckeyes for getting it done, even if you know we do wish the U.S. would have won. Still cool for them. I'm sure Timmy Hall will have more on that on the Buckeyes show coming up at 6 o'clock yep. tonight. If not, he should. Yeah. He's a bum. He shaved everything except for the mustache today. Did you see it? Yeah, the mustache is a thing now. People are doing the mustache not, thing. Not his mustache shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> Reeser's mustache, that's a thing. Your well, mustache, if you decided if to I grow decided, a mustache. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you have a mustache. No, just it's just a beard, Surrounded too. by a beard. But his mustache, never a thing. He he talks about how it's painful for him because it's kind of short and stubbly. And I said, that's... You gotta painful let it, for everybody. Well, true enough. But you got to let it go for a solid month. And then if it's still painful and it hurts, then you got to get rid of it. Because it's just not for you. But it might be that it just needs to grow out a little bit and soften. 
and then it will be good. <laughs> soft. Yeah. And how you to soft? You put product in it? There is. There's beard oil. There's there's all kinds of stuff you can massage into there. Do you there condition your beard? No. I should. Because I beard get, dandruff? Yes. I mean, I try to use a dandruff shampoo and wash the face. I just forget because it's like you don't grab dandruff shampoo and then put it on your face. You put it on your hair. That's where it goes. But yeah, I don't have a lot of either. I don't have a lot of hair, so... There you go. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh agreeing to a new contract. We'll discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the two right lanes of I-70 eastbound at Livingston Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Elm Creek Drive in this area. Police are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here and plan on some heavy slowdowns. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Make this the winter of you with Audible. Listen to the best of what you love, from comedy to wellness to the latest bestsellers. Find it all at Audible with audiobooks, exclusive originals, and popular podcasts. Start listening free when you sign up at audible.com. I'm the NRA with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The only thing scarier than Bones and Allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Pot roast recipes and naked people. Pretty much all you're going to see on the browser history. Oh, you do a lot of pot roast recipes now, huh? You know, I Kristen likes pot roast. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. So I make it a few times a year for her, and this weekend is a pot, pot roast, roast weekend. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get very sentimental about pot roast because, now this is not correct, because I now know it takes a lot of effort to put all this together, but when I was a kid and my mom said we're having pot roast, and it was like I'd come home from school and I'd see the crock pot out, I'd say, oh, just phoning it in, huh, Mom? Not going to actually make something tonight, huh? We're just going to stuff a whole bunch of crap in the pot and just let it simmer look all day? At you, look at you. Oh, I was very judgmental. Mom, mom's out. Yeah, yeah. I was all very day, judgmental. Cleaning as, the house for your lazy yeah, ass. Doing, doing everything she could to make our lives better. And right. then me as like a judgmental 14-year-old was like, oh, I guess Mom's not going to do tacos, huh? I'm just going to have this pot roast. And now I look back on it and realize that was a really terrible attitude. So. I only I only make it a couple times a year. It's for Kristen, so I go the extra mile. Oh. I, I don't just throw it in the crock pot. I oh, you make you know, it all. I, I sear it off mm-hmm. in the in the Dutch oven and yeah, you know I simmer it for nine hours. Deglaze the pan and do all the bits. Scrape the bits off with a wooden spoon. It goes in the oven with vegetables and oh, okay, homemade stock, everything. Very nice. Yeah, look at you. Look at me. I got, I'd I, rather just go through the Popeye's drive-through, but whatever. <laughs> I'll work for nine hours for her. She's stuck with me for fifteen years. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jim Harbaugh got himself a new contract from Meat Chicken, a new five-year deal. Do you have the financials? Yeah. So it appears here his base salary, and this is not. Don't don't get it confused. He's getting plenty of money. His base salary six hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. What is a the bargain? The base salary for Jim Harbaugh. However, there is additional annualized compensation paid in equal monthly installments as compensation for his TV, radio, internet, PR, 
promotional activities, personal appearances in connection with his duties in this agreement, blah, blah, blah. Here they go. Contract year number one. He gets an additional $6.395 million. So all total, it's $7.05 million for with the first the base year. salary factored in. Correct. Yeah. So just basically add six and a half, six hundred and fifty five thousand dollars to this number. Year two, it's six point five million. That puts him well over seven, like you said. Year three, it's six point six million with the added six hundred grand. It's seven point three million. Six point eight in year four. Right, who cares? He's not going to. He's not going to be on those years. No, they're going to redo this contract. If he's, if, he's still if he's successful, they'll tear this up in twelve months. And, and if he's not successful, contract, he, he or he's them will part ways at because some point the before year is three what? or four. It's, it's nothing here, right? Yeah, the lump sum payment for the university, year one, if they said, we want to buy you out and, and you know, if he, sorry, if he wants to go, it appears, um, if he leaves on his own, it's $3 million to buy him out year one, $2.5 million to buy him out year two, one and a half year three, $750,000 grand in year four and nothing in year five. I don't think that's likely to happen, right? I think he's going to probably want to stick around as much as possible. It'll be whether or not they want to get rid of him at some point. This isn't, I mean, it is a raise, but it's more of a restoration because this is about what he was getting paid before they cut his salary. Yeah, that's right. And if you're wondering how this compares to Ryan Day, he, Jim Harbaugh is going to make $7.05 million this fall. And I think Ryan Day is going to be about half a million dollars more than that. Seven yeah. five seven six. Wait, Harbaugh is more than Ryan Day, right? No, 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 no. Ryan sure? Day is more than I think. Isn't Ryan Day like seven I, five seven six? I don't think so because I just saw he's a six point six. I think. Yeah, here's six point six. Yeah. Stuart Mandel had a little tweet about this, which is interesting. He said, just in the last few months, Ryan Day has gone from being the highest paid coach in the Big Ten at six point six million to now being fifth. I swear, I saw. Okay, I was probably it wrong. Might be, I probably there saw might be some different. bonuses associated with the fact that they, you know, made the college football playoffs. That could have been right. Well, I'm I, looking. Hold on. He probably had like a half a million or a quarter million come to him because they made the college football playoffs, or or when when you would make the college football playoffs, they obviously didn't this year. They, but you know, going to the Rose Bowl, that kind of thing. Here's the tweet though from Stuart Mandel. Dan, Dan Hope had this tweet. Okay, what is Dan Hope? He say? said Jim Harbaugh will make seven point zero five million this year with his total pay increasing to seven point six two eight million by twenty twenty six. Ryan Day is set to make seven point six million this year at Ohio State. Now maybe Dan Hope is wrong. Yeah, it's interesting. But that's the Dan Hope tweet. Yeah, and he would think he would know better than Stuart Mandel, right? Because that's someone who actually covers Ohio State for a living. Stuart Mandel said it was six point six and then Mel Tucker's making nine five. James Franklin's making eight five. Harbaugh's making eight with total compensation, and Ference is making seven million. So I don't know if Stuart Mandel has his numbers wrong. James Franklin's or what. making eight five. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I wonder how Penn State fans really feel about that. Yeah, I don't know, man. And you know what? It's not fair to paint them all with uh, one broad brush. No, there, it's, it's very fair. <laughs> well, you know what They're I mean. Pretty lockstep. No, but we just saw it. Today or yesterday and still today with some of those comments about, you know, Gene Smith made about where to play this game. And we'll talk more about that later. I don't want to. No, no, no. But you you and I talked yesterday about how some Buckeye fans are like, yeah, it makes sense. Good call, Gene. And other people are like, Gene Smith needs to be fired over this. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I'm sure there are some Penn State fans feel the same way about James Franklin. Yeah. 
They, they can't believe that this guy is getting that big of a raise and still here and still getting all this. Other ones who are thrilled he didn't leave. And, oh, my gosh, we dodged such a bullet that he was going to leave us and go to a bigger job and said he stayed at Penn State. Ah, Penn State's as big of a job as there is. Good, yeah, we got our guy. Or nobody wanted him there, in the end. Yes, of course, that's what it is. But, you know, people, there's people know, who are putting a positive spin on that around that program, I'm sure. Teddy? I'm seeing that yeah, Ryan Day last year made like six five or six six, but this upcoming season, oh, he's getting a bump. Yeah, it bumps up to seven point six. Okay, so he's making more than Harbaugh. Well, and I mean, Gene also in those comments yesterday, we didn't really talk much about this. He was asked about Ryan Day's contract situation, and he said, "Yeah, I'm not too worried about it right now. We haven't had any conversations about it. If you know, I'm sure we will soon. But yeah, we're we're all good. He's all good, and we're not concerned about." any of that right now i'm guessing you know let a few more big 10 coaches get deals that are north of seven eight million ryan day doesn't need to renegotiate this offseason right go ahead next year go out and do what you think this team's going to do next year and then you renegotiate and you probably become the first big 10 head coach with an average value of 10 million well, it depends what the outcome is too right oh, of course i I'm mean saying- if ryan day wins the big 10 he's in the playoffs and you know wins a national championship is competing for a national championship then we have that conversation if you go out and all of a sudden you're one and two against Michigan, oh, well, in your three years of well, right? Well, they didn't play him the one year, but you know what I mean. Then, I, then yeah. we're not renegotiating anything. I'm sure if that is the case, Ryan Day, like there, <laughs> then some NFL jobs suddenly look a little bit better, don't they? Yeah, but I'm saying I don't anticipate that. No, I'm saying Ryan Day is anticipating, and I think most Buckeye fans are anticipating he's going to get the job done this year. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to beat Michigan. And if you're in the playoffs, then it's two games and we'll see. And maybe you win a national championship. Maybe you come really close. I don't know. But if that's where they are after this year, that's when I could see a renegotiation happening. The weirdest college basketball team in the country lives in the Big Ten. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still causing slowdowns on I-70 eastbound at Livingston Avenue. Traffic is still slow from the 71 east split in this area. You'll also find a disabled vehicle on Route 315 northbound after King Avenue. Please be very careful here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers slowdown payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only NRA with fan traffic. Fan- oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. It is Would You Rather Wednesday to Thursday. Thursday, yes. That's, well, whatever. Send in your Would You Rather tweets. Would you Man rather Bone nine seven one? Would you rather have it be Wednesday and not Thursday? No, I no. like I like Thursday. I like Friday better. Today we get a special 
Thursday edition of Name Dropping with Jeff Rimmer at 434. We could not talk to Rimmer yesterday. He was stuck in customs trying to get in from Canada. But he's back and ready to go. The drugs have been removed from his ass, and he'll be ready to talk to us. Uh, the weirdest team in college basketball resides in the Big Ten. Rutgers beat Illinois last night. So Illinois, one of the best teams in this conference... Rutgers, of course, we know what they did to the Buckeyes. Or, you know what I should say? What the Buckeyes did to themselves. Yeah. Because that was their game. They weren't beat. They beat themselves. And that is the most frustrating thing. Uh, but they beat Illinois last night. Even with this victory, they're still not considered a tournament team. But listen to the teams they've beaten so far this season. Illinois, last yeah. night, 12th ranked team in the country. Yeah. At Wisconsin. 14th ranked team in the country. Home against Ohio State at the time, Buckeyes 16th ranked. Uh, home against Michigan State at the time, Sparty 13th ranked in the country. What was the other one? Oh, and they beat Purdue. Did they beat Purdue earlier? Yes. Didn't they? Okay. No, they play Purdue this week. No, maybe. they beat Purdue oh. December 9th. Okay. When Purdue oh, they played was way the, back then. When the num- was the number one team in the country, they beat Purdue. Well, so they beat all of those teams, and yet they are still not trending to be a tournament team. They have six quad one victories. However, here's why they're not trending to be a tournament team. They have three losses outside the first two quadrants, including a quad four loss, which is awful. Now, they're like a game out of the Big Ten lead. So even though they're not trending to be a tournament team right now, they can go out and win the Big Ten. I'm seeing here because I'm looking at who they lost to back earlier in the season. They lost to Lafayette. Which Maybe that's the quad that's, four that's, loss. I'm guessing that might be one of the not great losses. And then they lost to DePaul and UMass, which those are, are those are bad. Yeah, I mean they're okay, but um, yeah, that's that's weird, man. I, I I'll tell you this: they play Purdue again uh, this Sunday. Go, if they beat Purdue twice, beat Purdue again. In. There's no question. You're you've. I, I don't know how you could keep them out of the tournament with all those wins. I mean, that's that'd be pretty stunning. And that is on the road too. So if they pull that off on the road, then there's either, no way they're winning that game. Well, I wouldn't think Purdue's so. Purdue's got revenge on their mind. Wouldn't, no way. You would think that, and the fact that they you know had that Michigan loss not too long ago. I would think if Purdue loses this game, as much as that would be good for Rutgers, and they it should matter for them. Then the questions become. What's up with Purdue? <laughs> like, why are they suddenly dropping games to teams we wouldn't expect them to? A uh, report from the Cabbage says the Browns will look into a few veteran quarterbacks with the intention of upgrading, but if they don't get what they want, they'll support Baker in every way possible. Also, water wet. So you're going to tell me the Browns are going to kick the tires on Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson and all these other good veteran quarterbacks. And then if one of those superstars decides not to go to Cleveland, they're going to stick with Baker. Yes, that is common that, sense. We have talked about that. Well, the, the reason that a lot of people have even said in the first place, the Browns next year, their starting quarterback is going to be Baker, has been based on the idea of, well, who are you going to get? Not that there aren't quarterbacks out there, and maybe one of the quarterbacks that has the ability to force a trade or is that level of quarterback where you would just mortgage the future to take that plunge, maybe that works out that suddenly one of those quarterbacks says, yes, I want to play in Cleveland. I'm excited to do it. This right. is what I want. If that happens, then sure. But 
the likelihood of that occurring has not been seen as high by you, me, or pretty much anyone else looking at this in the NFL. No, I don't think it's going to happen. If you're going to go out and get yourself a, air quote, veteran quarterback, a guy that I could see the Browns going after would be a guy like Carson Wentz. And I know that you've said, yeah, bring him in. I hate Baker. Carson Wentz. You don't want Carson Wentz over well, Baker Mayfield. You know, what I, you know what I want to see at this point? I think I know what I'm getting out of Baker Mayfield. I, I think also we know what Carson Wentz will do for you, but I do wonder what would happen with this. I, I'm, I'm, it's more of like a science experiment feeling for me of, I know what Baker does in this offense. Is it just this offense sucks? And even though all the pieces look really good, it really isn't that good overall. Or could another bad quarterback with different qualities, though, could that guy come in and maybe be better in this offense than Baker is? Would it be a better chemistry? That's the only reason I'm even willing to, you know, examine it. But the Carson only, Wentz? No. I don't think he no. would, right? But that if scientists were just like, nope, this won't work, then they would never do experiments. I'm saying next year, if Baker's your quarterback, I know what's happening. Yeah, that's fine. You're but a the, borderline the 500 team, playoff team, and you're probably going to lose. the beaker and you try again in two seconds. If you go out and get Carson Wentz, you're pretty much stuck with him for the season. Well, I know you are, but I'm stuck with Baker for the season right now. Yeah, so but you could have healthy Baker who... Who does what? Who's, who looks like... Who makes Baker you feel... Looked, for yeah. half of his NFL it's career. to make you feel slightly better and couldn't beat Chad Henney in the playoffs. That's who I get if I... Yay! Woohoo! Let's sign up for that! I'm just saying... I think that's a little bit of an exaggeration. I mean, did, for, did he beat for, Chad Henney in the playoffs? No. But, you know what I'm saying! The, the Browns didn't beat Chad Henney in the playoffs. That's right. I agree with you. He lost that game despite the fact that there was well, a... You know what I mean. I yes, know, of course. I know what His, you mean. The defense but... lost that game, right? There was a penalty at halftime that probably cost them part of that game, too. Sure. I'm just pointing out that this rampant success that some people think healthy Baker Mayfield's going to bring, let's pump the brakes on that. I didn't, I didn't that. say that. I didn't say you are. I'm saying people out there will say it. Oh, if Baker's healthy, ride with six. Great. Ride with him to what? Probably at best nine or ten wins, and probably at best a playoff appearance and a first round exit. That's at best. Right, clearly, you're out of your mind at this point. So, Teddy, I am. Teddy is the voice of reason. Teddy, yes. stick with Baker or bring in Carson Wentz. What no, are you doing? You're sticking with Baker right, in okay, that scenario. Right. I want to make sure I'm if, not crazy. If you can't get Dak, well, how much? How much do I have to give? <laughs> yes. Well, if you can get Dak, of course, he would fix all the problems. But. With Carson Wentz, like, how much do I have to give up to get him? Fourth round pick. Why am I not? Why? Let's go. Let's let's try. Wait, it. The, the, why? Let's see, let's the see what why happens. Is he sucks. That's the why. Right. Well, fine. Then if let's do this though. Let's put that pressure on Baker because the only time Baker ever seems to respond is when everyone doubts him and everyone hates him and everyone thinks he sucks. Which I guess you're already going to have now anyway because everyone's kind of written him off. But if they go out and bring someone in, that's going to be like ultimate F you. I'll show yeah, you how I, I can do bring it. In. I wouldn't bring in a guy like him. If you want to bring in a guy like I'm sure the commanders will upgrade their quarterback position. I'd bring in a guy like Taylor Heineke or something. God, I forgot for a second. I thought, why are we bringing USFL teams We're, into this? That's like, their what name. Are, yes, you're right. I forgot. I just had a moment. I had to remember. I'm going to, by the way, I'm going to do the same with Guardians for a few weeks once that all starts. Okay? Well, that's never going to start. No, so I, well, don't worry about it. <laughs> Pitchers and catchers have they no still still not no, no two days ago yeah two days ago well did you hear how well the meeting went today 
How well did it go? I did owners, not hear. Yes, they got together today, today, owners and players, 15 minutes. Oh, 15 minutes. They 15 probably, minutes. Probably said, this looks so good. No, We're, the reports oh. are players came in with something they wanted. They presented to the owners. The owners said, sorry, that's a non-starter. And they both just packed up their bags and left. All right, see ya. Let's not stay and discuss anything. Uh, see you later. We're acting like children. You know, they also unfollowed Kyler Murray on social media. That's the <laughs> good call. Good job. I like that. That was a good it joke. Took you, it took no, it you a while. Well, no, because I was getting ready to just talk about, I was doing math in my head about, it's not a good sign when you're looking forward to baseball season and the parties involved had Aren't a 50- looking forward to baseball well, season. They had a 15 minute meeting that lasted poorly. It went poorly because no one could agree on anything. And then you and I are sitting here talking about is Rutgers have enough to get into the NCAA? Like we're in NCAA tournament bubble discussion time. We're in who's going to win the conference tournament. What are seeding? We're almost running out of college basketball. And after that, it's supposed to be like hardcore baseball season is here. And we may not even be to spring training when that's done. That's how scared and pathetic I that's how scared I am about this empathetic it is they're not getting it done the Big Ten could be wading into unfamiliar waters details next common man and T-bone on the fan fan traffic from the Meister's bar and pizza traffic center Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing heavy slowdowns on I-70 eastbound at Livingston Avenue. Still working to get this one clear. Traffic is backed up to 71 East Split. You'll also find more delays in Route 315 northbound after King Avenue. A disabled vehicle on the right shoulder. Please be careful. Watch out for cars as they swerve to avoid it. This traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. From rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bones. Happy Thursday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. We have more wrestling tickets to give away today. And you know what? We're going to do it right now. Give me a number, Bone. Uh, Let's go with 10. Call the number 10 right now. 614-821-9710. Gets a pair of tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw on February 28th in Nationwide Arena. For tickets and more info, go to Ticketmaster.com. I'm told the uh, fan's Twitter account may also be giving away some wrestling tickets. So if you don't win now, make sure you keep an eye on that over the next day or two. You may see something pop up there where you'll have a chance to also win some wrestling tickets. Okay. What did I tease? I don't know. Oh, the Big Ten may be wading into unfamiliar water. You know, the television contracts is coming up. The tier tier two, right? Yes. The Fox rights are not up, but the uh, ESPN rights, the tier two rights are coming up. And apparently, Big Ten wants to do away with ESPN. They think they can get more money elsewhere. And I saw this today from frontofficesports.com that NBC Sports is expected to make a major push. For the Big mm. Ten. Big Ten could command fees up to $1.1 billion 
on the open market. And of course, this is their tier two rights. <laughs> They're already getting paid by Fox, much more than that. But I never thought really we would see the day where we would watch a Buckeye game on NBC when they weren't playing Notre Dame. Here's the thing, though. You will be able, if that happens, you will definitely see Buckeye games on NBC. You will definitely have to watch Buckeye games on Peacock as well. And maybe occasionally one on USA Network. Because don't forget, they don't have NBC Sports anymore to go throw their, you know, like Fox puts an Ohio State game on occasionally. But a lot of times those games are on FS1. And I'm quite sure if NBC is going to spend a billion dollars on it, they're going to make sure that some of those games, not all, but you know there's an Ohio State game or two that will get tossed onto a pay-for network. They That will happen if NBC does this. Maybe it won't work out. Maybe NBC won't win. But I find that all very interesting because, of course, NBC, for majority of my lifetime, has been the home of Notre Dame football oh, absolutely. when it comes to college. And I've always felt like NBC kind of phones that in. Of saying, ah, oh, yeah, we got college football. We got Notre Dame. Isn't that good enough for you? Slap jaws, whatever. I almost said something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was like, I just picture a bunch of big city executives sitting there going like, ah, oh, college football. Yeah, it's Notre Dame. There you go. Enjoy. Who watches this crap? Like, I don't think they pay much attention outside of Notre Dame because they live in like 50 years ago college football. Them actually going out and getting Big Ten rights would say NBC does understand the college football landscape much more than I thought they did. And can you imagine if there was an exclusive Ohio State game on Peacock, on the cock? And that's that, all. I'm that's telling you, if they do this, it'll watch happen. It. The only place you can watch it. I remember when ESPNU was starting up and the Buckeyes had a game on ESPNU. We took calls for two days. Two days from people saying, how am I going to watch the game? What am I going to do? <laughs> We're talking about a new cable channel where you, you may or may not have had it on your system. Who knows? You could have gone to a bar and watched it, but people lost their minds. That was probably, what, 12, 13 years ago when yeah. ESPNU started up? And, and for sure, people would still lose their minds if that of happened. Of course they would. Of course they would. But that's how far we've come with we, this. We have. And... The other part of this, for anybody who's ever looked at that and said, ah, oh, man, they're putting this on ESPN Plus or Paramount Plus or the Peacock Network, whatever they're putting a game on that you want to watch. I mean, you do have the option to just go pay like four ninety nine for the month and then cancel it. And they'll let you keep it for the rest of the month if there's two or three games you end up watching. I'm not saying that's ideal. I'm not saying I like it. It's frustrating as hell when you're trying to find a game, especially if you're not a planner. And you just last minute are like, where's this game? It just started. And then you can't find it anywhere. Then you got to go. Well, Notre Dame had That a, sucks. That's not good. They had at least one. Yes, they did exclusive. last year. They had one last year. And I remember people the, freaked out about the numbers were not good. No. The, the viewership numbers. They're, but you know how they, I'm guessing NBC justifies that is by saying, I we expected people wouldn't like this. It's the future of what we're right, doing. Right. So we have to get people on it. And we don't care if people are mad or we don't care if people we're going to put more of these games on and eventually people are going to get used to it. And that's I'm not saying that's right. I'm just telling you that's probably how they justify it. Teddy's on the cock. You have Peacock, don't you? Because you watch all the wrestling on there. I do. I have their uh, basic uh, tier. So how much is that? I think it's like five bucks a month or I mean, something. I, it's it's I not think I, much. Yeah, I got the yearly package and I think it was. 50 or 60 bucks. And now what you do you watch on there? Every Premier League game that exists. Oh, that's exists. right. That's right. Like that, so the thing is, you right, you can, and you can get Olympic stuff with it too. I, I went on there the other day and was like, 
oh yeah, they got all kinds of Olympic crap on here that I just hadn't been really looking for. But I went on there to watch a soccer game and I said, oh yeah, right. I forgot I could watch all this Olympic stuff. And then I went back and actually did watch some Olympics on it because I had just forgotten that they have all that extra stuff there. But I got into it because of that. Does Mike Tirico host everything on Peacock? Too? No, no, thank God. No. Is Mike Tirico doing play-by-play for the wrestling now, Teddy? On that Peacock? would actually be quite interesting. Yeah, he replaced Adnan. Who's, who did replace Marbles? Uh, what's his name? Jimmy Smith, I wow, think. He's Jimmy a, Smith. He's a, a Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Not that Jimmy Smith, but the guy who works for a UFC, I believe, and does some oh, other okay. serious XM shows. Oh, yeah. Ah. UFC, ow. Get some Evermedicine. What? What, is, what is old Adnan doing right now? He's all over the place, man. I think he's got a special thing on the cock, doesn't he? Does he still? So he is with NBC. He's just not. Well, he does doing MLB wrestling. Network stuff. Yeah. Okay. I know he does that, but I thought I saw that he's doing some like post Olympic breakdown show. Oh, okay. On Peacock. I'm I thought sure I saw that. I'm sure it's awful. He keeps getting jobs. Have you? By the way, the only the only thing that they've done on peacock that i think is like of studio shows that i've really thought was smart was last summer with the olympics or whenever the summer olympics were that was am i wrong last summer last summer yeah because we got delayed that's right and they they had kevin hart and snoop dogg breaking down the olympics that i enjoyed i could go with more of that i like getting uh, again How come they're, not, they're not doing that now i don't know maybe it's they're doing are. the same thing but wearing coats <laughs> wearing winter coats <laughs> The best, go look it up. Go look up when uh, dressage, which is the horses that like prance around. Go go look up them breaking down dressage. Dressage. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen on the internet and good for them. Uh, Bone of education. What are we learning about today? We are are learning about the man who took the first acid trip in human history. All right. Recorded acid trip in human history. I'll explain next. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing heavy slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound at the 71 East split. Traffic is beginning to build in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find that earlier disabled vehicle has cleared from Route 315 northbound after King Avenue, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Stripping report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Man is kneading his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Hey, subscribe to the podcast, dopes. Wherever you get your podcast, search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. It's free, and we throw freebies at you. Flashback episodes, weekend show episodes. Um, any flashback episodes coming this week, Teddy? Um, I was listening to some old audio today, and I have I came across one where you guys were talking about uh, a woman who was you know trying to 
have uh, some relations with a ghost. Oh yes, and, and that brought on the well, that brought on the discussion about. I like you trying to describe this better than the she, actual conversation. If she got uh, pregnant from, uh, didn't she get pregnant? No, she said that she was, was pregnant. Well, or is that a different lady? It's not the original story with the oh, full term ghost baby. It's okay. not the original, not but one. we make reference to that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Hilarity ensues. Okay. So, all right. So, a little discussion about uh, supernatural relations. Go subscribe to the podcast for wonderful content like that. And leave us a five-star review. We appreciate it. Uh, Bone of Education, let's do it. What good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things? Here, I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants. Because it's time for Bone of Education. All right, Boner. Yeah, we're going to learn today about a man named Albert Hoffman, who is credited with taking the first LSD trip in human trip? history. Went on an acid trip. So here's yeah. here's what happened. Albert Hoffman, first off, a little background on him. Born in Baden, Switzerland, or Baden, Switzerland, in January of 1906. the age of 20, he began his chemistry degree at the University of Zurich. And finished it three years later. Not just finished it, got his doctorate within three years. Now, maybe school was a little different back then than it is now, but still pretty impressive that you got your doctorate in chemistry in three years. Uh, so he went on to become an employee of a chemical and pharmaceutical department of Sandoz Laboratories located in Basel, Switzerland. And was Basel. A- Co-worker with wow. Professor Arthur Stahl, who founded that pharmaceutical department. This was all still you know, relatively new in the academic and scientific world. So, as Hoffman began working in this lab, he was formulating derivatives of something called lysergic acid. The goal was to find a new stimulant for the cardiovascular system that wouldn't disrupt the operations of other vital organs in humans. So they're basically making a bunch of compounds out of various things that they think can come from this lysergic acid. So in the course of that research, he synthesized lysergic acid diethylamide, which is abbreviated LSD. That is what he first discovered and formulated on November 16th, 1938. However... It was one of many compounds he had come up with, and he had said, okay, that's what that one is, noted it, made a little sample of it, put it all away, kept on going, making all these samples. And then they would go back later and say, all right, here I have my thousands of samples I've made. Now it's time to do tests on them and see if any of them do this thing we're looking for them to do. This just in research takes a long time. So it was 1943, April of 1943, he decided to re-examine the compound. So he resynthesized LSD. While doing that, he accidentally absorbed a small amount of the drug through his fingertips. He does not know how much it was. But here's what he described at the time. This was, I believe, on April 16th of 1943. He said it gave him a remarkable restlessness combined with slight dizziness. At home, I lay down and sank into a not unpleasant, intoxicated-like condition characterized by an extremely stimulated imagination. In a dreamlike state with eyes closed, I found the daylight to be unpleasantly glaring. I perceived an uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, extraordinary shapes with intense kaleidoscopic play of colors. After some two hours, the condition faded away. He also said uh, that this, this extreme imagination was something that he did not find objectionable at the time, but it also didn't make him feel great. So then he, a couple days later, is like, 
I'm going to get some more of that LSD out and see what's what. Oh, he liked so, it, huh? Well, on April 19th, th- now, this is for science. This man is a man of science. I, it's a man of science, He's but trying I wonder, to figure out what's going I on. I wonder how technical his journals would be. Well, you know, if he's, true enough. So, and then I engaged in sex with another man. <laughs> No, he I don't know if he, he didn't go he didn't, that far. He didn't At least put he didn't, anything in there. No, he didn't not, record it. No. So on the morning of April 19th, he synthesized 0.5 milliliters of the compound, dissolved it in 10 cubic centimeters of water, and oddly enough, at 4.20 p.m., according to this article, took 250 micrograms. Now, a microgram, two, 250 micrograms is 0.000025 of a gram. So we are talking... A gram is tiny. This is a really tiny amount of a gram. Yeah, but how does that? Well, how does that compare to a regular acid trip? Here's we're gonna find out. All right, because he said this is probably the smallest conceivable dose that I would still notice the effects of. Uh, at 5 p.m., again, he took this at 4:20. 5 p.m., he began to feel dizzy, as he had previously. Decided to take his bike home. To this day, people who enjoy their psychedelic drugs celebrate April 19th as Bicycle Day because of this ride home on his bike. Though. Well, he did. He's never had an acid know, trip. But, he didn't know. But he had one before no, is what I'm he, saying. He said it again. He absorbed it in his skin. Maybe stay off the bike. He absorbed it in his skin and it was accidental. So he said, okay, well, I'm going to take such a small dose. It's probably just going to make me have a little bit of euphoria. Well, instead, he got home and apparently he thought he was moving in like quicksand. Like that's how slow he was pedaling. He said later he talked to people who watched him go home and they said, no, you were flying, dude. You were like, you were like an Olympic bicyclist. And he's like, I thought I could barely move. I thought it took me three hours to get home. He then said it. Re- he recorded dizziness, visual disturbance. Uh, he actually, when he got home, felt so bad. He told his neighbor, call the doctor. I don't feel good. Here's what I did. I need this doctor to come witness this and see what's going on he said when the doctor arrived his face seemed disturbed and distorted vividly colored and every person he looked at looked like they were grimacing didn't look like they were just normal faced uh he also said he had powerful motor disturbances with his arms and legs alien alternating paralysis his head body and limbs all felt heavy as is filled with metal he had cramps in his calves cold hands no sensation in his hands at times, a metallic taste in his tongue, dry and constricted throat, a feeling of suffocation, confusion, alternating with clear recognition of my situation in which I felt outside of myself as a neutral observer. This dude was tripping balls, man. This well, what guy, the hell is a doctor going to do? Well, the doctor, the doctor is just... The doctor doesn't know. Well, so then here's the interesting thing. The doctor said, I mean, you weren't doing great, but you also didn't have all these physical things you thought like your heart rate was not as crazy as you thought your limbs were not flying around like you thought they were what you were perceiving was a lot of it in your head that that's it wasn't actually that your body was experiencing this severe trauma your brain was and so that led him to further understand what was going on uh he then started taking it turns out that that point that 250 micrograms that he took is now known as like a ridiculous dose of LSD. Like he took a huge amount of LSD by what was later found to be acceptable and safe. So later on, he and his colleagues started microdosing from that to even smaller and smaller doses until they found one that actually 
got them a little more of what they were thinking would happen, which was you would have the euphoric feelings, you would have these weird sensations, these visions of things you could see, but it wouldn't cause you to have physical pain in your body or wouldn't at least cause your brain to think you were having physical pain. As it turned out, in 1979, he wrote a book called LSD, My Problem Child, and basically talked very romantically about that description of that that day that I described to you. What I read you was his description from his notes a few days after all that happened. So when he talked about it later, he was like, oh, it was really great. It was fun. It was, yeah, I experienced a lot of cool things. Colors yeah, it's were, been a long time since he experienced it. Well, and he At had, the time, he was probably horrified. Yes, and, and he, of course, did not know what he was taking or how much of it was safe. So there's had to be some of that playing in, too, but... Um, they also noted this at the time he took this acid trip in the forties, there was, this was just a thing that people had back then. Methamphetamines were more readily prescribed as medicine. We've obviously since learned not a great idea, but at the time there was a stimulant called Pervitin, which was a German brand of methamphetamine. He said that LSD provided a thousand times the potency of like, if he had done 250 micrograms of pervitin, it wouldn't have done a thing to him. He's saying this is like a thousand times more potent than what they had at the time that they thought would be like a stimulating effect. So it's he, he felt it was dangerous, but then also felt the need to keep experimenting. How about this? He died in 2008 at the age of 102. Oh, hey. Lived to be 102. I'll do some LSD. Well, in 2007, the year before he passed... He shared first place with a guy named Tim Berners-Lee in the list of 100 greatest living geniuses, according to the Daily Telegraph newspaper in England. So he was perceived as someone who stumbled upon something that was a truly great discovery. He did lament that LSD became like vilified because he said the 60s ruined LSD for everyone. He, according to him, because... It was a bunch of hippies and college kids who didn't know how to take it properly. He felt like there would be medicinal and practical uses for this, but it needed more study. But by the time it got discovered, people wanted to trip acid and do all that stuff. It became this huge talking point, one of the big focal points of the anti-drug movement. And so he said, now I can't do my research on it. So he had to do it secretly, and it was another 40 years after he did his research in the 40s and 50s, another 40 years before someone else was allowed by their government to give this in very small medicinal doses to terminal patients to see what kind of, just to measure the effects and try to do a study on what it could actually do for the brain. So he believed up until his death that there could be some positive benefit from it, but he acknowledged the fact that people just were like, oh, sweet, this is fun, and abused it, ruined the possibility ruined of ever finding what it was. Yeah. It'll but be anyway, tripping on LSD right now. I still can't fathom someone who's like, I made this chemical in my lab and it made me feel like absolute garbage. But what if I took less Let of me it? do it again. <laughs> I'm going to do, do it again. I always get and a kick again. out of people who are of a certain age wondering if, you know, back in the 60s, back in the day, they tripped acid. Do you think Jeff Rimmer tripped acid in oh, his entire life? I wonder. We're going to ask him later. He's not going to admit it, even if he did. I mean, he would have been in his 60s back then, so maybe he thought that was a little too kind of culture. I don't know. Maybe back in the 30s when this was first developed in the lab. He was the one bringing in all the roots and plants that they were making it out of. Yeah.
Uh, what's next? Kyler Murray needs a social media babysitter. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. No filler guests. No intelligence. And most of the time. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. <laughs> Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on I-70 eastbound at Livingston Avenue. It is causing slowdowns in that area. Please be careful as traffic begins to build. And an earlier accident has cleared from I-70 downtown split eastbound at the 71 East Split. A plan on some residual slowdowns. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers slowdown payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at one eight hundred Safe Auto or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. What if I told you there was a breakthrough technology for treating erectile dysfunction? Something that could eliminate ED. Right? That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no such thing. Wow. What these other people are talking about is acoustic wave therapy. It's been used to treat ED for many years. They have used it at Columbus Men's Clinic since 2018. And while it's a helpful therapy, it is not a miracle cure. You can spend a lot of money with those other groups finding that out. At Columbus Men's Clinic, they offer many ED treatments, including wave therapy. But if that doesn't work for you, good news. They have other treatments. Don't be fooled. Call them today. 614-300-7400. 614-300-7400. Or go to ColumbusMensClinic.com. Teddy was just telling me in the break, and then I cut him off because I didn't want to hear it. Okay. How the jumbled outro that we had in the last segment <laughs> was actually my fault. How was how is it my fault? Well, if I can add to that, it's a little bit of Bones' fault too. Oh, oh Bones' fault. Oh, okay, sure. But I mean, it's primarily your fault. Okay, okay that's good. Well, why is that? Well, at, as the uh, rejoin from the top of the hour was coming back, I was fading it down, and then you started teasing the uh, podcast and you know telling people, hey, you know, we may have some flashbacks. So you asked me about it. Mm-hmm. So while you you were doing that, then it kind of interrupted me. From what ah, I usually do, which I is see. I fade it down. I, genius. I have to stop it and then forward it to the next break. Yeah, you can't because do that and talk I, at the same time. I, I can't. And I have to stop it because if I just fade it down to the bottom, then you complain. Well, I can hear the noise still, the music still. <laughs> is that me? Then, <laughs> is that what I sound like? <laughs> yeah. And then the reason that, that the is music true. is so long is because T-Bone puts those in there and they're like five minutes long, all those rejoins. They're, no, they're, so if they were shorter, then no, I wouldn't have man. to do that. Now you know you. how I feel. He's just throwing you, you under the bus now for I, no reason. Every every rejoin I have put in recently has been no longer than a minute because of that specific fact. I was thinking of you, Ted, when I put some of those in. Oh, well, I thanks. actually made them shorter. Because I know, because we never play him for more than seven seconds anyway, which is fine. We don't need to, but I put it in there just in case one day we're talking and the music's up and whatever. I just figured leave it in a minute. Next time I'm going to make it go, Common Man T Bone on the fan, they're back. And it's just like, and that's it. And that's all you get. 
Done. It's out. You know, I, I wanted to talk about Kyler Murray here, but now I don't want to anymore. Oh, why is that? Because I was alerted to this during the break. Adam King, fine sportscaster that we have for 10TV, yeah. works with us here in the building. Uh, his girlfriend is apparently Miss Illinois. Did you know that? Current? Current. Current Miss Illinois. Well, I don't. this is, says 2021 she competed oh, okay. in Miss America. Have oh, they okay. had the Miss America for 2022? I That's a good question. I have no idea. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I didn't know that. Let her live. Good for her. I just <laughs> looked her up. Are you coughing? <laughs> Somehow this is Ted's fault. There's a rancor in here. A Wookiee noise is going right. on over there. You all right? Okay. okay. Um, so Isabel Hansen, I looked her up. Yeah. Miss Illinois. Mm-hmm. She is also an anchor and reporter for a TV station. I'm going to guess... In Illinois. Says in Southern Illinois. There you go. I'm reading the Miss America profile. It's oh, my okay. goal to work as a reporter or anchor on Good Morning America. Oh, that's that's one way to do it. Yeah. Being a you know Miss America pageant, that certainly doesn't hurt getting your name out there. She went to uh, Miami. Which one? Here? The, the, here. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the real one. Okay. Well, I just, I'm making sure. Yeah. Uh, she majored in journalism and music. She plays the violin. <laughs> That's great. Good for her. People like her are like too, they're they're too awesome. That's I mean, good for her that she's that awesome. But then I hear that and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I've never been on Miss America. Yeah, you've never been on Miss America. Breaking breaking news. <laughs> we actually have some audio from her from Miss America. Oh, okay. Would good. you like to hear? It? I'd love to hear. All it. right, here we go. I personally believe. Stop. That U.S. <laughs> Americans are unable That's to do That's not so her. Because uh, some people out there. She in is going to come over here and do a story on you. And uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere, like such as. And- That's going to be great when Adam does a report and he goes, "Yeah, breaking news: uh, Miss Illinois has murdered." An idiot in our in our fan studios. We go live to the scene to me, her boyfriend, who is standing over the dead body and laughing at it. Lots of pictures of her wearing a tiara, as you would. That's what happens on in beauty. Media. That's what happens in beauty pageants. Last I checked, they I, put tiaras that's right. on. But you know, I assume. Look, I assume that Adam and, and Isabel, they're good, wholesome, all American couple. Okay. I sure. Do you think the tiara has ever made an appearance? I don't even want to know. I don't during know. during special time. Well, I'm just saying, if you had a tiara, wouldn't you wouldn't you bring that out once well, in a while? Look, I don't know. Like what. if you were WWE champion, you're telling me you don't wear that belt to the sack? Of course you do. All I know is. My wife makes me wear my homecoming crown still to yes! this day, and we've been married for you, 16 years. Know, so. All kidding aside, do you have a homecoming crown? I did have it. I don't know if I got. I don't know if we threw it you out. You have to find it and you have to bring it in here. Okay, I will look for it. Have you ever? You've been married to your wife for how long? Sixteen years. Yeah, going on seventeen. All years. right, seventeen years. Have you ever worn your homecoming crown while doing the dirty? No. I can. I can say we definitely have not done that. But I. I mean, has she ever taken out her Zuzaphone and made <laughs> racist jokes? She- <laughs> While doing the dirty. She did not play a Zuzaphone, as you call it. What did she play? She played the drums. Oh, the drums. That's right. She played the quads. Did she take out her quads? Oh, she's she's taking out her quads. Yep, there's a lot of that noise going on. Yep. What about some off-mic knocking? <laughs> Excuse me. 
I don't know if you've ever seen where the quad drums are mounted on a human when you play them, but it just presents an extra challenge. It it would be a challenge. I mean, I don't know how that would even mechanically work. I mean, we would not. Yeah, there. I mean, oh, you know, if the front door is yeah, closed. Hey, all right, just that's right. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna do a little different uh, version of ramp today, honey. We're gonna. I'm gonna run down that ramp, and I'm gonna put my big poofy hat oh, on. Big no, poofy we, hat on my head. Doing, my big poofy hat on my head. I'm gonna wear my baton. I'm gonna be a drum major. Run out there and dip my dip my hat on the field. Dip. I knew you'd love that, buddy. Just for you, Kyler Murray has regret over. His oh, him too. I have lots of regret scrub. about every day I come in here. Hey, Kyler Murray. This, according to John Gambardo. Of Arizona Sports, 98.7 in Phoenix. So, like, Johnny G in the afternoons here reporting on this. Good for that guy. Yeah. He says, I've heard talking to a whole bunch of different people that he definitely regrets all this came out. So I do believe it was a mistake. I think he believes it was a mistake that all this came out and they've got to move on. Well, is it a mistake? Well, he if you don't know what this is, he scrubbed all mention of the Arizona Cardinals from his social media accounts. Kyler Murray did. Unfollowed them. This became a story. Then Chris Mortensen had a story, presumably with sources from the Cardinals, saying they thought Kyler Murray was a childish, immature guy, and he thinks the weight of the world is against him, and Cliff Kingsbury has to treat him with kid gloves. Is Kyler Murray regretful that he started all of this, or is he regretful that the Cardinals had something to say about it? Yeah, I'm guessing probably a little of both right yeah in a vacuum if he just does this and there's no consequences guessing he doesn't look back on it and regret it but most people if they're honest wouldn't regret their actions if there weren't some consequences to those actions right i mean that's that's where a lot of regret comes from so yeah i'm sure the fact that he thought i'll show the cardinals Mm -hmm. i'm gonna unfollow them on insta i'm gonna unfollow and i'm gonna delete all my pictures and we'll see what happens and they were like yeah cool you suck and nobody likes working with you and then he was like, oh, I, that did you not go, have to go there. <laughs> well, uh, right. You kind of started it. And now the team has said, all right, fine. We'll leak out a few stories to some trusted sources and let them matriculate that out into the audience. Whatever. That's what he's going to do. Kyler Murray, not the best at calculating how these things are going to go. Remember when he went to the Super Bowl right after the or right after his college career and he had been picked picked. In the top 10 in Major League Baseball's draft. Yes. And he had to decide, am I going to go play in the NFL and go to the draft, or am I going to go play baseball? And he was on with Dan Patrick, and Dan Patrick's like, so? Because there was some deadline that he had to decide by, like, X date. And he got on this, it was a paid appearance at the Super Bowl, right? He goes on and... He's like, so what are you going to do, play baseball or football? And he's like, I'm not prepared to talk about that. Let's let's stick to Gatorade. And he's like, I'm Dan Patrick, and I don't have to do that. <laughs> and then it became one of those Qualcomm situations where he's just standoffish and weird, and he did not look like he had any clue there was going to be blowback from that. And remember how that was like a story for yeah, a week yeah. about how does this guy not know? You go on Dan Patrick, they got this giant decision to make. They're going to ask you questions about it. And for a minute, it almost seemed like he wouldn't even go to the NFL draft. Then we know how that turned out. He did choose the NFL draft, and it all worked out from there. But maybe maybe someone should consult with him on how to handle some of these situations. A special Thursday edition of Name Dropping with Jeff Rimmers coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident. A rollover semi has the ramp from eastbound I-70 closed to southbound 270. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful in this area. You'll also find an accident blocking the two left lanes of 71 southbound after Morse Road. Traffic is stopped to go there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options that the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. Name Drop. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Normally, we talk to Rimmer on Wednesday, but he got stuck in customs coming from Canada to the United States carrying drugs in his ace. So he joins us now on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rimmer. If that were true, I'd probably still be detained. But uh, unfortunately, we were uh, an hour late leaving Calgary. Uh, we had to get de-iced. We had to get the paperwork in. I guess... Uh, the pilots forgot to file the paperwork, so we were a little late and detained, and uh, I unfortunately could not make my regular Wednesday visit. I know that's your old stomping grounds. What is your favorite thing about Calgary? And don't say 14 things. Give me one thing. My favorite thing about Calgary is uh, I went to high school in Calgary and uh, walked in in homeroom and uh, I met uh, uh, my former friend and still friend, John Davidson, day one. I tried out for the AAA uh, hockey team. I'm the first player in the history of uh, AAA hockey in Calgary to be uh, cut before practice. I was uh, on the snowbank on Monday for house lead. I stayed on the snowbank, and at that point, my hockey career came to an end. And what's the next best thing? From that point on, I zeroed in wanting to be a hockey play-by-play broadcaster. Can I ask one other question? Because I, I appreciate that answer. Here's what I'm looking for. I fly to Calgary, and I'm like, I want to do the best thing in Calgary. You go to Rimmer's old high school. Well, that's what I'm asking. Like, what's the thing you would say for someone going to visit? Where should you go? And let's let's leave hockey out of it. What's another thing you would do in Calgary? Uh, I would go to the Stampede. Uh, it's a great event. It's once a year in early July. The weather is spectacular there. And then I'd make a side trip uh, to Banff and Lake Louise. There's a lot to see here at the foothills of the Rockies. Great place to visit. Then get on a train and take the train from Calgary to Vancouver and go through the entire Rockies and visit one of the great cities in, in Canada. I like or how the second matter. thing you would do in Calgary is, is leave Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> go to the event no, that's, that's only the, once a year and then leave and then as leave soon as it's over. Go to Vancouver. <laughs> Well, wait a second. Another great thing that I did in Calgary was uh, as a a college student in the first year, I had a chance to go one-on-one with Muhammad Ali, interviewed him, as you guys well know. And, uh, hey, every time I go back, people remind me 
of the day that I spent with uh, Ali at the Stampede Grounds and then at the uh, cable television studio. Who reminds you? Everyone who would remind you is dead. No, that's not true. <laughs> not true at all. Because I was a lot younger than uh, uh, than most and uh, grew up with a lot of people that uh, still remember the day that uh, Ali and I went toe-to-toe on television. Name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer. Let's not talk about the loss to the Flames the other night. Let's talk about the Blackhawks tonight. What are we going to see tonight, Rims? Well, uh, I hope we're going to see a victory because that would mean on this 11-game, or 11-day, five-game extended road trip, the Jackets would win uh, four of the five games, and that's what they're zeroing in on. It would be a terrific, uh, for me, and, and I think for the hockey team, it would be a terrific road trip. Uh, they could then come home to play two games, and uh, I strongly believe they need to win tonight and then win again uh, on Sunday against Buffalo because the schedule gets a little difficult. After that, they play Toronto at home Tuesday and then go back on the road, back-to-back Florida and Carolina. So the Jackets, uh, certainly with a win tonight and a Boston loss, would pull within nine points of a wild-card playoff spot. So, hey, uh, don't say they're not in it because they quite frankly are. And the Rangers, or excuse me, uh, the Bruins are going to have their hands full tonight, and they're playing the Islanders who are desperate to get back on the winning side of things. So, yeah, this game with Chicago tonight, huge. Let me ask you, Rims. Uh, motivation, of course, is there. These are pro athletes. They've they've got it in in droves because they have to to play this game every night. But guy like Seth Jones going to go up against his former team, a team he you know wanted to move on from. And how do you think that affects you know everybody on the ice? They put that out of their minds. It's not really going to be a thing. Or do you think there's a little storyline in this game for some of the Jackets players going up against you know the former one of the big leaders of the team? Great question, and it's interesting that you ask it, uh, T-Bone, because it was a topic of conversation today. It's going to be the first time that Seth plays against the Blue Jackets. He missed the game in Columbus, of course. Uh, he tested positive for COVID. And Boquist, Adam Boquist, one of the pieces, four pieces the Jackets got in return, is coming back to Chicago for the first time. So there's a lot of excitement for this game, for the Jackets to play their former teammate and, and try to rub it in his nose, and even though there's some pretty strong friendships there. And at the same time, Boquist is just ecstatic. He said, hey, I was drafted in the first round. I played the first three years of my career uh, with Chicago. I'm 21 years old. I'm really excited to face my former teammates. So, yeah, there's a little extra on the line here tonight for sure. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, Buyers Imports by the Airport. Would you like to talk about your friends, Rims? Always, absolutely, and uh, today let's uh, discuss uh, buyers at the imports. No, no, buyers, buyers imports at the airport. The airport. <laughs> I'm just saying if you guys are listening, again, anyway, the point is that uh, I want to talk about the collection because they've got a great number of pre-owned cars, and Boone tells me that uh, they're getting new cars in daily, and I'd suggest for, you're looking for a pre-owned, and obviously a great car no matter what, uh, the model and the make, head to Buyer's Imports by the airport. All right, let's do some name dropping. What do you have? Well, uh, last night, Jody Shelley and I went to a, uh, a pizzeria here, Pisano's. Have you ever been there? No, but I know of it. Yeah, great spot. Uh, we were going to go uh, perhaps uh, to Gene and Giorgetti's. <clears throat> and for me, and by the way, some of the coaches went there last night, but for me, it would have been a nostalgic trip because if you recall back in my baseball days uh, when I used to travel with the Expos, we would frequent there, or I would frequent there with uh, the great Hall of Famer Duke Snyder. 
And uh, on occasion, we uh, would bump into Harry Carey, and uh, that certainly turned into a pretty interesting night. Uh, Duke and uh, Harry Carey going toe-to-toe with their stories, and it was great. Now, was, but, Harry, uh, was Harry doing Cubs stuff or White Sox stuff at that time? Uh, he was doing White Sox stuff at okay. that time. All right. And and uh, I do want to mention one other name, and it goes back here to the Super Bowl. And uh, I've never talked about him on this show, but The Rock. Okay, what did you think of The Rock's performance there? Too long. Right. I thought it was too Get long. Get off the field. I'm ready to watch some football. Well, I met The Rock uh, one night at a uh, a dinner. The dinner uh, was hosted by a good friend of mine. Uh, in South Florida, Mark Levinson, back in my Florida He's such days. a good friend, you had to think about his name for a second, didn't you? Uh, well, let me just tell you that uh, <clears throat> he is a mover and shaker in uh, in South Florida. But anyway, uh, The Rock is uh, was a customer of his. He owned a jewelry store. Uh, that's where all the stars went, uh, from LeBron James to The Rock uh, to Alonzo Mourning, etc. But uh, yeah, met The Rock one night at uh, his birthday dinner. And uh, that turned into a pretty uh, interesting evening as well. Very, very low-key individual when you get him away from the stage or a microphone. Oh, you mean so he didn't just cut a promo in your face when he met you? <laughs> no, he didn't cut a promo in my face. He didn't face. ask he you actually... to smell what The Rock was cooking, like right as he met you? That's crazy. Is The Rock the no. most famous wrestler you've ever met? Because I know that you, oh, yeah. you probably met all the Canadian wrestlers, like the Hitman and stuff like that, right? Uh, yeah, he'd be right up there. The Hitman and, and The Rock, and, and obviously maybe The Rock would have an edge. Uh, Hitman was huge in Canada and, of course, eventually uh, became a Hall of Famer in the WWE, but uh, I don't think anybody can uh, supersede The Rock. Also played in the Canadian Football League for a short period of time, by the way. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about that? He's such a good friend of yours. What's his actual name? Uh, <laughs> last name <laughs> last name is Williams. No, no it's not. It's not. It's Johnson. It's, it's Johnson. Okay, something Johnson, something the Jeffrey? Rock Johnson. Blank yeah. the Rock Johnson. What's, What's his, his first, first name? name? No idea. <laughs> I only know him as the Rock. <laughs> that's what his friends call that's him anyway. That's true that's enough. Right. Yeah, they wouldn't know him as Dwayne Johnson. Right, they know him as The Rock. We'll that's talk right. to you uh, okay, Wednesday. Wait, 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 wait. What, what's uh, the hitman's real name? You guys know that? Bret Hart right. is his Bret name. Hart. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. <laughs> if you guys know. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Have a good one. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. <laughs> The best, the best, the I thought he was going to give me had. some like that's the best right, real name is Bartholomew. <laughs> what is Brett the Hitman Art's real name? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You got it. Bingo. <laughs> All right. What's next? I don't know. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing heavy slowdowns on I-71 southbound after Morris Road. It is blocking the two left lanes in that area. Traffic is stop and go and still continues to build. About a 15 to 20 minute slowdown. You might want to avoid this if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Make this the winter of you with Audible. Listen to the best of what you love from comedy to wellness to latest bestsellers. Find it all at Audible with audiobooks, exclusive originals, and popular podcasts. Start listening free when you sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Let me introduce you to my good friend. First name under, last name Taker. (laughs) Mr. Taker. (laughs) Hello? I wanted, because he said something about like The Rock... And Bret Hart, and then he said, well, I don't know which one would have the edge. And it's like, no, I wanted to say, no, that's a different wrestler. But he wouldn't oh, get he would, that. No, and I wouldn't that would even, that silence. would completely derail. If Mr. You've, edge. If you've missed our interview. I enjoy your work on YouTube. We, <laughs> guitar player and wrestler. Yes. Multi-talented. Um, if you missed our interview with Rimmer, we did name dropping with Jeff Rimmer today as opposed to the usual time. That will be a part of the podcast that is there every day for you. Subscribe to it wherever you get your audio and just look for Man and Bone. You'll find us. But go listen to the Rimmer interview from if you missed it just in the last few minutes because today he was on another level. Mm. Something was going on there. Speaking of another level, National Slugger Juan Soto, and he says this, turned down a 13-year, $350 million deal before the lockout. It must be be nice. He will be a free agent in three years. Look, I'm not saying it's the wrong move because he's an extremely talented guy. And if he continues at the pace that he's at, when he hits free agency, he will get more than $350 million. But can you imagine the balls it takes to see that number come in and then pass? Oh, yeah. Pass on $350 million. That's a... I'm trying to think. I couldn't do it. I'm trying to think of what would even be like for, for like regular people. Well, you know, your buddy says I've got glass seats to go to a jackets game, but you can't go or you, you, you have something else that you really can't get out of, you know, like something like that is about as high of a thing I could think of or, or 50 yard line seats to OSU Michigan. And, and you just, or you're out of town and you'd have to rearrange your trip out of town. I don't know. Like what would be a thing that would be anywhere for like a regular who's the, person who's the to second, pass who's on. Who's the second hottest person in the world? Yeah, like, who, I guess you're right. Who is an actress that I don't you know. just absolutely I, love? It, it's a different strokes for different folks. I don't know. But well, for you, you can, I'm asking you. Well, I don't know. I don't have a current list up. Uh, I don't know. Let's I know just, you like Megan Fox, don't Megan you? Megan Fox is extremely hot. All right, sure. Megan Fox you sees you at a party. Mm. Says, I want to take you home, T-Bone. Yeah. I want to take you home. I want to put on my tiara. Then that's it. And that's it. Yeah. She's going to transform me. I got what you're but saying. The, f- the number one hot girl is also at the party. That's right. And you say no to Megan Fox because you're hoping the, yeah. the hotter girl comes over. I just, I can't. And the hotter girl is Julia Child. Oh, is Reincarnated she? Julia Child. I mean, she's she's very attractive. Hello. Uh, Jay Burson comes with her, over too. With her ability to cook things and mm-hmm. ply you with food. I'm going to stuff this pheasant. <laughs> That voice is just sexy. There's no way around it. It's just super hot. That was a bad analogy. Uh-huh. Yeah. You just anyway, let, he just turned down $350 million. Let me do those, okay? Okay. I'll handle those. Uh, Formula One's race director, Michael Massey, 
has been removed from his position. It's essentially an admission from Formula One that the final lap of the final race of the season was a sham. Now, that's not to say that Max Verstappen's not a deserving champion. He didn't have a fantastic season. He did. Well, for people who don't know why this was a sham, there were lap cars, cars that are not impacting the race, but they get in the way and slow down sometimes faster cars from getting up to the next car in line that they have to pass. Well, the next car in line was the first place car of Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen was second. They were racing for a championship. Whoever won that race likely going to win the championship. And on the final lap of the race, the race director out of nowhere says, hey, all the lap cars, go ahead and just go around and get out of the way, and then we'll put these two right next to each other. And Max Verstappen, the second-place driver, had fresh tires, which means you can go a lot faster than Lewis Hamilton, who was on you know, older tires, but that was their strategy, was to keep distance between the two. Instead, they let it... They changed... They basically they changed the changed rules on the, the fly. Rules in the middle of the championship yeah, that, that's game, the thing, is that they at the wanted, very end of the game, they didn't want the season to end that way. They wanted action, which they wanted I, a battle, which yeah. I understand. But rules are rules, right? You have to still perform within the confines of your sports rules. You just can't make up stuff on the fly to make things more interesting. No, it, it, it's it's a shame that they did it that way. I mean, this guy got reassigned into the FIA, which is the governing body for Formula One. Now, aren't there going to be like two race directors and there's some other like committee involved? They're getting a video assistant referee. I saw they're doing like wholesale changes because of this. It was such a controversial ending to their season. Right. So they are give them credit, at least for acknowledging, even though they're not out and out saying this is the reason they're doing it. They're they're making the functional changes that should help this get better. I wish the NFL would sometimes look at that and not go, no, we're great. Getting all the money in the world. Who cares about how our product is perceived by our fans? It's good to see Formula One, which is also extremely popular and grown in popularity over the years, actually listen to the fans and say, all right, fine. We will reassign some people and try to make this better. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still blocking the two left lanes of I-71 southbound after Morse Road. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Route 161 in this area. Plan on some heavy slowdowns. And an earlier accident has cleared from I-70 eastbound at Livingston Avenue, but traffic is still slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Would you rather, coming up at 534, set in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Paul Keel's talking about the Genesis Open. When you think of Genesis, hmm. what's the first thing that pops in your head? Sonic the Hedgehog or Phil Collins? Who are you talking to? I'm thinking of the first five books of the Bible. 
Oh, Leviticus, right. I, you know what, Leviticus numbers Deuteronomy. That, one, that's that what, one didn't even pop in my of head. Of course not. Well, that's right, because you grew up differently than I did. Yeah. But I would, of those two, it's definitely Sonic the Hedgehog. Teddy? Sonic the Hedgehog or Phil Collins? Phil Collins, no doubt. Right. Is Cooch playing? He could be. Matt Coocher update. Cooch! Yes, Cooch is playing this weekend, and he is two under par through seven. He's only three shots back of the leaders right. right now. Well, he didn't make the cut last weekend. No. So he's, well, he's rested. You know, fresh. It's, it's probably like his off season. He's he's getting back into form, and, you know, don't worry. Next few tournaments, I think you'll see him start to light it up. Uh, maybe he had a cooch rejuvenation this past week. Well, maybe he got rejuvenated, is yeah, what you're saying. that's what I mean. Yeah, okay. Uh, reports say that Zion Williamson may need another surgery on his right foot. That is a cluster, man. That dude. What's he going to be? I have I have no way of knowing at this point because so the the draft that he was in, if I'm not mistaken, it was him and John ja Morant were like two of the big pieces in that draft. John ja Morant is having a hell of a season. He is a borderline MVP candidate, but he will win. Like all kinds of you know accolades, made the All Star game, all this other stuff. He he's truly one of the better players, kind of coming back throughout this past year. He's great. That's the kind of career path that people thought Zion would be on. By year two or three, the known on court and off court leader of a playoff bound roster that that was the high end of what they were looking for with him. And instead, he's missed more games than he's played in his career right now. It's not his fault, I don't think, totally, but that is a huge setback. If he has to have surgery on his foot, I'll never forget something I heard long ago when I was like going through basketball camps and all that stuff, or just you know, youth sports in general, you hear stuff from time to time. I remember one day a guy on our team was complaining about his foot hurting, and then he said, oh, well, he laced up his shoes and was going to go out and run open gym. And coach came up to him and was like, listen, I know you want to play. You need to sit out. He's like, coach, it's just my foot hurts a little bit. And he's like, you mess up your feet. They ne- like you can mess up a lot of things in your body and they recover. Don't mess up your feet. Your feet are the thing that don't come back. And I've always kind of heard that in sports. Like you screw your feet up. That's it. Like, I don't know if that's going to be his case, but man, another foot surgery this young into his career. That's not good. Uh, rundown. Let's do it. Common man and T-bones. The rundown. The rundown. Earlier today was the free skate final in China. Camilla Vieva was the favorite, the 15-year-old who tested positive for the angina medication. But her routine was mistake-filled. She fell down a couple times, and she dropped to fourth. Another Russian won the gold, and I'm sure we'll find out that she's tested positive for some banned thing, and they'll take her medal away because she is Russian. But I also found it interesting because if, if this Camilla had won, no medal ceremony. Right. Yeah. But because she finished in fourth, didn't medal, they quickly were taking flowers out and podiums and had a medal ceremony for the winner. There was it an was, edible arrangement out that, there. It was just right. like Chocolate every, just they could find. <laughs> No, but I do, I do think this. You said this a couple days ago, and you're spot on. It is, it is hard to blame her totally for this, or even largely for this, because I, I can't imagine being 15 years old. Being extremely talented, clearly. A lot of people who watch figure skating they say said, she's one Tara of the most Lipinski talented they've ever seen. She was the greatest she's ever seen. Okay, right. 
And now she said, I have to call that into question because of this doping allegation. But to go back to a 15-year-old human, like I know she's an elite athlete, all those things, but she is also an athlete that competes in a sport where it's not a team sport, it's an individual sport, just like tennis, some of these other sports where we have seen mental health come to the forefront for you know young players who say, this is just a lot to bear and I'm struggling with how to do it. I can't imagine that in general, the pressure that's on you to go make the Olympics, win a gold medal, all those things. Then on top of it, your coaches are telling you, take this stuff. This is what's prescribed. This is okay. Maybe that's all. Maybe not. Maybe she knew what she was taking. I don't know. But either way, now she's at a point where it does not surprise me. She, you know, completely crapped out in this event because I would bet the mental pressure that's already on you is extreme. And then to have this of variable course, thrown on to it is crying when her yeah. scores were announced oh, and yeah you think she knows yeah this 15 year old knows the three combination of heart medications you take uh, it to, could, it, to like, increase your performance she doesn't know it could also be again there's there's degrees there's gray area in life it's not all black and white could it be very easily understood at least it is to me that she could be told we're going to give you something that will help your performance and it's probably not legal so don't say anything about it but we're still they don't even tell her that no but let's say they do all right you're 15 you're working you know you may feel like you have some power but at 15 i don't know if anyone or many people would feel like yeah i I could definitely stand up to this government or these people telling me to do this these authority figures and say no i'm not taking that i refuse what are you gonna do they, they, I don't know what they would do. They may say, you can't go. Then you're not, then you have an injury now and we're not going to let you go. I don't know what they would say, but I could understand her not feeling like she has the power to speak up and say something. And that sucks because she very well may be as talented as they're all saying. Of course, now there's always going to be this suspicion around yeah, her. And the fault is not hers. The fault is, you know, it's not even the Russians' fault because they cheat every single time. It's the IOC. The IOC should know better. I have said this. They just slap on the wrist, expect different outcomes. Even, they probably don't even expect different outcomes. Yeah, they're just, right. They're just like, all right, okay, fine. You're suspended again, I guess. But you can come back next Olympics. We'll just fly a different flag. I wonder, like, I wonder if the thought would ever cross her mind or if she even is able to. Like, would you be able to go to another country where you want to live, become a citizen, and then go compete for that country in four years? Like, I'm well, saying, I wonder if there's enough of a... Again, I don't know how easy that would be for her. I'm guessing not easy, but I wonder if there's a way she could say, I didn't like this, and I am looking for a new home. I want to move. I don't want to be with yeah. this guy. I don't Emigrating know. Emigrating from Russia is not exactly like going from Canada to the United I, States. I it's, totally understand that. It's a bigger I, process than I, that. I don't doubt it. You know, we we look at full-grown adult women in this society, and we should, who are intimidated into and pressured into having sexual relationships with their superiors in the workplace. And we say that's yeah. inappropriate, and it is. Of course, it's horrible. But but here we're talking about a 15-year-old that's supposed to look at Ivan Drago in the face and say, I'm not taking that? Right, that's that's my point, is this idea of she should know better. No, I mean, I don't think a lot of people would feel that empowered at age 15. No, and a lot of us didn't grow up in a country like Russia, where it's a very different culture than what you and I have dealt with. Also, in the Olympics, the Canadian women beat the American women for hockey gold last night, and 
You know, I say all the time that I don't need NHL players in the Olympics. I, I rarely care about men's hockey in the Olympics because I can watch men's hockey every single night. I can watch the greatest men's hockey competition in the world every single night in the National Hockey League. I want to watch sports in the Olympics that I'm not normally exposed to. So I watched the women play hockey last night, just like I watch them every four years and then largely forget about it until the next Winter Olympics come around. But I thoroughly enjoyed myself last night. I would have enjoyed it more if the Americans pulled out the victory. But that, to me, is what international competition, what Olympic competition should be about. Yeah. Um, by the way, just to put the Buckeye spin on this, uh, there were a few Buckeyes on each of the medal-winning teams. So uh, it is Emma Malt- Maltese and Natalie Spooner who play for Team Canada. They won gold last night. So congratulations to the you know women's hockey team players there for Ohio State. Jincy Doon, who and her two, Jincy Doon, who plays for Team USA, she won silver. And I hope I'm getting her name right. Mintu Tuominen, my gal. She is an Olympian for Team Finland, so they won bronze. So Ohio State women's hockey, medal winners on all three countries. They had someone represented, so pretty good accomplishment for the women's hockey team for Ohio State. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh have agreed to a new five-year deal. His salary for next season will be just over $7 million. I think it's $7.05 million. Yeah, he here's a full breakdown of everything that he's got coming to him. So the initial base salary is six hundred fifty-five grand. So add that to all okay. these totals. Uh, additional compensation in year one, his bonuses six point three nine million. That puts him, like you said, over seven million. Don't they feel stupid even putting that on paper? I know every I single know. school does this, but it's like his salaries six hundred fifty-five thousand, but his bonuses are six million dollars. Well, because I, I'm sure at some point it made sense from a university standpoint to say this is not what we're paying the football coach. We're paying him a modest $655,000 salary for a school like Michigan. That's totally reasonable. All right. Then, then these other outside entities like Nike and Coca-Cola, they're the ones paying all these bonuses to have him stand up at a podium and do this and read that. And that's the bonuses he gets. And all those bonuses are actually his real salary. I'll tell you, if, if the going rate for hosting a local radio show once a week is $3 million, then I better renegotiate my contract. <laughs> a lot of these college football coaches get yeah, a lot of we, money we for their local radio money. shows. I would like to know exactly how we can get that. That's that's good point by you. Um, so year two, he gets six point five million plus six and some change, hundred thousand. So over seven point two million when you add it all up. The year after that, if he's still on this contract, which he likely won't be, six point six million with another point six million added onto that. Year four, it's six point eight million with again that six hundred thousand added on. Year five, right, we're not going to get forget that, that it's not happening. No, right, he'll either renegotiate a deal or he'll be gone. Now, if he is gone, if he decides to go to the NFL, I know he says that that's not happening anymore, and it's probably because they're not interested in him anymore. The buyout is insignificant, right? It's like three million dollars the first year, and yeah, drops further after that. Yeah, if he were to go coach somewhere else so i think that's an acknowledgement by michigan saying all right we really don't believe he's going anywhere and we don't believe anyone's going to want to pay this anyway like i i don't think they're they're not worried about him going to another college that would be a that would be a nothing thing for a you know texas to say oh two and a half million dollar buyout sure we got that covered no problem but that's not what they're worried about they're worried about him possibly going back to the nfl and i think they believe him when he says he's done with that 
Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. The champs don't have to look for a new coach. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident in I-70 westbound after 670. It is causing slowdowns in this area, blocking the left side. You'll also find an accident blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound after Morse Road. Still working to get this one clear. Traffic is stop and go and still continues to build. You'll find police and ODOT crews on scene. Please use caution. Starting report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson now hiring. Looking for a long-term career? Ace Hardware is now hiring. They're recruiting for CDL truck drivers in the West Jefferson Distribution Center. They offer great pay and benefits with a $10,000 sign-up bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. Erectile dysfunction, also known as ED. You know, Bone, it ruins sexy time. Mm. But it's more than that can harm relationships, destroy marriages, can cause depression and anxiety, and be extremely hard on a man's esteem. Yes. Yep. Make your self-esteem feel limp, if you know what I mean. I got it. If you're suffering with ED, if it's affecting you, I want you to know that if you're like most men, they can treat it at Columbus Men's Clinic and get you back to the man you used to be. Or better. Mm -hmm. I was woefully inaccurate inaccurate <laughs> inaccurate inaccurate inadequate oh that's and a, inaccurate i would well, just i hey I, to each their own i was just gonna let you look at my ceiling i was good <laughs> my, <laughs> wow good for you wow, wow. Good for you wow anyway call mm-hmm. them now columbus yeah. men's clinic 614-300-7400 columbusmensclinic.com that'll teach him to schedule two commercials in one show <laughs> I have a mint in my mouth. Too. I think I think the more uncomfortable you you are at times, I think that is probably better for their read because it gets I it think gets so. it gets more intrigued into what's going on there. You yeah. really get into the heart of the matter there. I was going to tell you something, I forgot what it was. Hmm. I what? had something good I was going to bring to the table. Yeah, yeah. Anything uh, of a topic that you can think of? Was what it were food we related? About? Oh, it was food. Re- <clears throat> You know, I work with a bunch of uh, fat asses mm-hmm. here at the radio station. Yes, indeed. I, I too, am one, and I've always been one. I mean, when I eat, I pull that pin. There's, yeah. there's no moderation. And I was reminded how much I actually eat today. My friend Ben wanted to meet me for lunch today. Ben is good people. Ben is good, good people. Good guy. But he's a he's a skinny guy. Yeah, well, you know. He's ben, a guy who right. has self-control. Here's the thing. This guy, Ben, is a, he's like a go-getter. I've met him many times. He's a super nice guy, but he is also someone I am envious of because he seems to like get how to get things done. Yeah. He's he's dedicated. Sticks he's to a plan. He's got standards for his life. Sticks to a plan. Like yeah. You and me. Exactly. So I said, where do you want to go? He said, I want to go to Wario's, the sandwich shop that you're always talking about. Big cheesesteak place, this place. Yeah, they have, you know, cold cut sandwiches. They have a falafel because Ben doesn't eat meat when he's out. Okay. Yeah. 
So the falafel sandwich is what Ben got, and I got the you know fat ass cheese steak that has three different kinds of cheese on it. Beautiful. You know, half a pound of meat, delicious, huge. The sandwich is huge, probably right. four thousand calories. You're not going for diet food. What's wrong with that? And so he gets the falafel sandwich, which, you know, doesn't have the meat and cheese, but still, it's a heavy, heavy sandwich. It's a big sandwich. So he's struggling to finish half of this sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I'm done with my entire thing. He's got the entire half left, another half that he goes home and gives to his wife. And I was thinking the first time that I knew I was different. When I was probably 19 years old or something, I had a buddy coming over. We were going to watch a movie. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to order a pizza. How many pizzas should I get? And he said, one. It's just you and me. And I said, well, are you not coming? (laughs) What what are we doing? That was the first time I realized that I may eat a little bit too much. Yeah. Well, but I also, knowing you... Now, you will eat until you are stuffed. Oh, no, I will eat until I'm ready to throw up. (laughs) I don't have full. (laughs) I have hungry and vomit. Have you ever tried the trick? I'm I'm sure you've heard this, right? They say, scientists say, your brain takes about the processes of digestion. Yeah, I know. My mom used to tell me all the time, eat slower. No, 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 not that. It's, they say, eat an amount that seems like a good amount of food, a healthy amount of food. But see, I, to me, well, all right, you fair. give me a sandwich, I eat the whole sandwich. Okay. I never leave a restaurant with a doggy bag. It doesn't matter what you put in front of me. I will eat the portion you give me. Have you ever tried, though, the I'm going to eat this plate of food? You make yourself a plate of, you know, some chicken, mashed potatoes, some green beans, whatever you're having, right? You put that on a plate, decent portions. You eat it, and then they say, wait 20 to 30 minutes this is around like Thanksgiving. I saw them putting this out there. Wait 20 to 30 minutes before you go back for seconds. Because they say the saliva and everything in your body, that actually triggers your brain to go, oh, we got it now. We're we're full. We ate food. It's being digested. And all your body's senses take 20 to 30 minutes to fully process. You've got enough in the stomach. This is going to take hours to digest. You're going to get nutrients from it. Right. And your brain's like, you don't need to eat anymore. Okay. I'm just telling you, that's what they supposedly you say put food happens. in front of me, I'm going to eat it. My wife looked at me the other day because we went out for Chinese. And I looked at her and I gave her the line that I've heard a million times from like my 75-year-old relatives when I was a kid. Yeah. I looked at her and said, they give you some portion here. <laughs> they give How old you are some you? Portion. What's the matter with you? What? Look, when I go out, I want a portion. I know what you mean. I want to know that I've been out. Yeah. All right, I, that's the problem with sushi. I love sushi. Sometimes we'll go out for sushi, and I'll spend $80 on sushi, and then I feel like i got to hit a Wendy's on the way home. Right. I want to know that I've been out. I want to know that I want to throw up. See, that's why I struggle to go to you know the gourmet or the very foodie-type restaurants. Because they don't give you the portion. I enjoy the taste. We went to one, uh, I mean, this was years ago, went with some friends, and we had a meal that... I think is perhaps top two or three tastes I've ever had in my mouth. Yeah. Delicious. They took like short ribs and did things I've never seen them do uh, with short I, ribs. I'm sure right? it's very delicious. And we ate, I ate all the food. I loved it. I would have, but I could have eaten three plates of what they brought out. And then after we left, I'm like, 
You want to hit up a Wendy's? Mm-hmm. She's like, I mean, yeah, we, went got a, we got a bag of food afterwards because I was like, this is really good. It just was not enough food. You go have one of those sandwiches at Wario, Wario's. Oh, I know. I you'll, don't You'll be it. all right. I, I love a good cheesesteak, man. Oh, and I get it with the whiz. I don't care. I don't care what if it's... You don't care. That's no, the, no. It's the way I'm to saying, do it. The people who say, oh, that's the way they do it in Philly, or it's not actually, if you go back, there's something. It's, who cares? It's with whiz. It's delicious. That's how you get it. I don't know what type of self-respecting person is going to turn down fresh cheese goo. Right. The, it's what? cheese in goo form. Why do we heat up cheese on meats and sandwiches? Because we're looking to achieve melty, some, some portion yes. of goo. We want cheese goo. Cheese whiz people were like, how about we cut out all that cheese mess and just give you goo? And some people turn their nose up at that. I'm not one of those people. Why do we use processed American cheese for grilled cheese sandwiches? You're exactly right. Because, because it, it melts it, better. It, it, it melts and provides that molten goo oh. that you want. Tell you what. Go to like a breakfast sandwich place. And they throw some artisan, I'm sure it's delicious cheese. If I was having a charcuterie board, they throw some artisan, you know, Colby something or other on there that's super artisan Colby is what you're looking for. uh, All right. I was saying artisan cheeses or a Colby, but I'm saying when I go to a breakfast sandwich place, I want the most processed cheese you have because I want it to melt all over the egg and the bacon or whatever else is there. What did I tease? I don't know. And uh, I don't. Sean McVay's fiance Sean. went on social media and said Sean. he's not retiring. So Rams coach well, Sean he, McVay. He also screamed into a microphone at their press conference. Why don't we run it back to Aaron Donald, who was shirtless? And Aaron Donald said, yeah, why don't yeah, we? And so let's then go. They're all back. And then Matt Stafford watched as some poor woman <laughs> almost <laughs> plunged to her death that off of the stage. That was horrifying. Look, that made me sick to my stomach. I hope she's okay. I know they said she broke her or fractured her spine. Yes. They got to go fund me for this woman. I what was with that stage? Why was I mean I, I, know, I know it's know, a stage, but what's with Matt Stafford just no, mouthing "Oh God" and oh, then turning I away? I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, you were saying before the only excuse is that he was blitzed out of his mind. Well, that's it. I mean, I saw him give his speech. Where did you see? I don't know if you saw Tom Brady like earlier in the day before he got up there and gave his speech, where he was yes drunk. But Tom Brady said, "Hey." Like, tweeted him early in the day after he posted a video where he was already drunk, and he said, word of advice, work a water or two in there, Matt. Like, We, we actually yeah. have some audio from uh, Matt Stafford's speech. Oh, do you have yesterday? it? Yeah, the great athletic director that we have at Michigan. And he pushed her right off the stage. <laughs> Again, that is how the reaction has been online. It's like, Matt Stafford not only shoved her off the stage, but then, like, was, no, was leering it's, over it's her. Not it's not like, a good, no. not a good look. It was so, not man. a good look. I agree with you. I think he was drunk out of his mind Maybe. and didn't react the right way. Would you rather that. is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on I-70 westbound after 670. Traffic is still backed up in that area. You'll also find delays on 71 southbound after Morse Road. An accident still causing problems there as well. ODOT crews are on scene. Things are in the clearing stages. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. 
Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Geico Insurance. The best Would You Rather gets a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies and the Walrus are thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, or anyone with a badge. Show your badge, any badge, to receive an employee discount. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Uh, Gary says, my guys. I got bronchitis. Would you rather live with Dan Orlovsky in a one-bedroom apartment in Estonia for six months? Or live with a Moldovian family of five in a two-bedroom apartment in Moldova. Thank you for clarifying. For a year. Now, does the family stay in one bedroom and I get the other one all to myself? Well, that'd be pretty selfish, wouldn't it? I mean, wouldn't you let the family... Wouldn't you just sleep on the couch or something? Listen, I, I, I say this with as much grace as I can. I don't want to live with someone else's family. I live with my own family. And that's a lot. And I love my family, but it's a lot. So you'd rather be with Dan Orlovsky? Yeah, for six months in a one bedroom? All right, fine. I'll sleep on the couch. I don't care. I'll put in, look, I'm putting headphones in and I'm ignoring him completely. I'm not even going to talk to him. But yeah, I'd do that rather than be with someone else's whole family. No, all right, fine. Bacon House says, my guys. Twitters and twatters. Would you rather host a show with Dan Orlovsky once a week? Or get tackled by Aaron Donald once a year and you don't know when it's oh. coming. Oh, sign me up for that. Once a year? That's once fine. A, but you don't know when it's coming. Doesn't matter. Once a year. I, I don't want to know when it's coming. Yeah, but it could be outside on the concrete in care. December. I don't just care. Just like it was this past week before it warmed up. I mean, ugh. I got, uh, yeah, it's just once a year, though. I guess I'll take that. Uh, Colton, two names. Would you rather Columbus have a USFL team or find 20 bucks on the street? 20 bucks on, <laughs> 20 the, street bucks on the street all day, every day. I do not care about the USFL. I don't want to watch it. No, thanks. Uh, Jaren or Jaren says, would you rather vacation in Estonia with Herb Street or tour the American South with Skip Bayless? Well, I would tour the American let South. Me, let me tell you something. But... Let me tell you something. Yeah. Because you know my feelings on Kirk Herb Street. Yeah. I would vacation with him in Estonia all day, every day. It's nothing against Estonia for me. I'd love to check out Estonia. I'd love to check out all these different European countries. I'm just, I don't want to spend any time with Herb Street. I I don't want to spend any time in the South with Skip Bayless. No, but Skip is going to be like trying to impress you. That's his. No. He's going to try. Yeah, That's he's going to. Herbie's going to ignore you. Well, actually, That's you know, fine. That'd be better. I want him to alone. You're find right. a nice Estonian right. chica. You've convinced me. I'll go to Estonia and he'll just ignore me. That'd be good. That's exactly yeah. right. That's a good call. Uh, what else? Austin says, my guys. Yeah, boy. Would you rather have to visit the DMV every week for the rest of your life with varying success or have to deal with a slow driver in front of you every day? Oh. When you're driving to work, uh, uh, I'll every do the, day. I'll do the every week. I'll go to the DMV yeah. every week. Once a week, that's fine. I, I forgot to tell you the other day driving in. This is a new one for me. Got delayed by a house. Oh, they were moving a house. They were moving a house, and it was one that was so wide. 
It was a triple wide. I don't know what it was. It took up both lanes all the way down, and I was stuck behind it for like 20 minutes, and I was about to lose my mind. Mm, I'm sorry, Bo. Yeah. Uh, Jared says, my guys. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Uh, would you rather have to have Gene Smith as a guest every week or have Angel Hernandez be the home plate umpire for every game the White Sox or Mets play and he only <laughs> makes bad calls? I'll talk to Gene every single week and I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell him I'd how have, stupid he is I'd with some of this stuff. I'd love to have a weekly sit down with Gene to try to understand what's going on. It'll be called on. Stupid with Gene. Yeah, well, you know what though? I would actually probably learn a few things. I would understand some things a little bit more. And then I think I'd, make I'd excuses like to, for Gene. No, but I'd also like to believe he'd say, I got to talk to these idiots again. I got to find a better excuse than what I got now because they're not going to listen to me. And maybe we'd get somewhere with some of this crap. Uh, Trey says, would you rather lose the entire Major League Baseball season or have a quarter season with non-Major League Baseball talent? Oh, I'd rather lose the whole season. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to watch inferior baseball. But then you get three quarters of, or is he saying just a quarter of a season and that? Oh, I and, then, he was and saying, then they come back. I thought he was saying oh, a quarter. All right. Well, that's fine. Then I'll take that. Yeah, one. he's oh, he's saying a quarter of a season, but no. I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. I'd rather, yeah, the no baseball. If it's just going to be like minor leaguers for a couple months, then no thanks. Uh, Eric says, "Would you rather have Ohio State football play a December playoff game in the Hoosier Dome or the Pontiac Silver Dome?" <laughs> Both are gone, sadly, uh, but if they were both alive, yeah, Silver yeah. Dome. That's a good line, though. Good line, Eric. Uh, Mark says, my Estonians. Vicky the Punchline Donkey on Cool 97.1. We're going to Estonia. We're going to make uh, it happen. Would you rather be and live as a Marvel character oh. or a DC character? I don't want to be a DC character. But Batman's DC, isn't he? Yeah. Have you ever have you been, have you you seen Batman's life? It sucks. Well, yeah, he, I mean, but, he's also rich. No, he's, that's fine. He's rich. So is Tony Stark. Yeah, Iron Man's enough, pretty rich, too, from what I gathered. I'll go, you know what? I'll be Captain America. Why not? Let's make that happen. Uh, Team Money 72 says, my guys and Leanna. I oh. wrestled in North Korea. So, Common Man, would you rather spend a day prepping and doing your show with Gene Smith or B-Hole Lady from the BMV? <laughs> Gene. <laughs> Now, again, we don't we don't hate Gene Smith. We have lots of questions for him, and I I would love to actually get some answers on those questions. Uh, Nate says, "Would you rather have to always wear rollerblades or have ten indoor cats for the rest of your life?" Well, I've got, I've had, we've had three, so that's not too much further for me to go to ten. I have I ten could, indoor I cats. I guess I couldn't live on rollerblades. Are you kidding? I'd break every bone in my body two seconds into that experiment. The Bone Show says, my guys. Would you rather have to have more guests than the Buckeye Show every day or Torg is the new big boss of the radio station? Oh, we don't want any guests. I'll take Torg. Torg would be great as a boss. I'd be in heaven. That'd be awesome. I've never had the pleasure of bailing the boss out of jail, but I would there. I would look forward to my yearly performance review. that would be like, ah, dude. Ah, dude. Your numbers suck, dude. I'm sorry to tell you, dude, but you we got to let you All go. I pick a winner. <clears throat> okay, I liked Eric's line. That was pretty funny. I'm going to go, though, with... Which one was the one that had me debating? Oh, it was the uh, Jaron, right? With the vacation with Herb Street in Estonia or the South with Skip Bayless. I'll go with that one. Good uh, job, Jaron. I had a, my buddy the other day 
asked me why I've never done a song of the day from Tom Petty. Oh, good question. Perhaps my favorite artist of all time. So yeah. I, I didn't have a good answer. So song of the day today is You Wrecked Me from 1994. This song came from the album Wolf. Why? Wolf. What? What? Wildflowers. Not the Wallflowers. That's a different band completely. It is my favorite Petty album of all time and in my top five favorite albums ever. Was released in 95 as a single, went to number two on the mainstream rock chart. Now, the original title of this song was You Rock Me, but Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell said, That's lame, let's change it. And they did. And somewhere, Mike Campbell is combing over some master tapes, trying to find new stuff to release to make some more money off of his dead bandmate. Wow. Wow. I will say, uh, if you go up to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they have a nice Tom Petty bunch of exhibits now uh, in honor of him. And one of the things they have, Mike, that I think you would get some enjoyment out of is they have a board that they had for when they would record these albums. And it has... Every song, every instrument, and then a graph where they have little marks of like, okay, for this song, we got the keyboards. For this song, we got the bass oh, awesome. guitar. And so you can actually see how he laid out these what was albums. The album for every I album? For, no, it was, I forget which album it was, and I should remember that. I'm sorry. I just thought of that as you were playing this song. But yeah, very, very obviously the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're going to have some good stuff. But yeah, pretty cool. If you're a Tom Petty fan, definitely go check it out. You Don't Know How It Feels was the bigger top 40 hit from the album, but to me, that song can't hold this one's jock. It is the best. This is, if you're going to listen to one Tom Petty album, make it be Wildflowers. And if you're going to listen to one Tom Petty song, make it be this one. And if you're going to... I have nothing else to say. You know about the uh, Dave Grohl story with him? The how Dave Grohl story with him? About how Tom Petty approached Dave Grohl about being his drummer. Yes, I After did. After Nirvana, and he's Dave Grohl has confirmed this story that it was true, that yes, he did get the call and he just couldn't make it work well, or Stan, wasn't prepared to at the time. Right, he wanted to do his own thing. Stan yeah. Lynch was the original Heartbreakers drummer, and they thought Stan was being a pain in the ass. He thought they were being a pain in the ass. Sure. So they were getting ready to do, I think, Saturday Night Live. And they called up Stan and said, hey, Stan, we got this gig. And Stan said, I don't want to go. I don't, don't want to go. And Tom's like, okay, I'll just get Ringo to do it. <laughs> and then Stan got on the next plane. Yeah. yeah. And eventually they just had enough of him and replaced him with another drummer. Understand? Yeah, Ringo Starr would sit in and yeah, be I don't a Heartbreakers it. drummer. It's pretty cool. All right, anyway, Tom Petty, listen to it. Or kiss my ass. Back page, hit it. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on 71 southbound after Morris Road. It is causing some backups in that area. ODOT crews remain on scene. You'll also find an accident causing backups on I-70 westbound after 670. Plan on slowdowns there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. I want to apologize for the outro that I had. The last no, segment. I don't think anybody noticed it. No, other than I, I noticed I missed it. it. Stupid. He. We were I going confused. to break. Yeah. We were going to break, yeah. and he said, "All right, common man T Bone." Or you know, he said back page instead of saying coming up next. He said back page. Hit it on the fan <laughs> and then, or something. And then, and then I said, and then, "Common man T Bone." Ted's fading That's the good. microphone down, and you hear him going, "What? What? What?" And it's like yeah, it's, the yeah. break started, and Leanna's going, and we're done, and no, he's just good. sitting here stunned for like, like thirty that. seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of failures, you know what I just did back there? I I finally put my two all time worst updates in one place. So many people have asked me to post those somewhere: the no script update yeah. and the out of breath update. <laughs> yeah. Not the one that we just tried to replicate like two or three months ago. You made me do wind sprints. The real ones. They. I, I even was able to date them based on the stories from 2013 and 2014. So I I just posted those up into our uh, show's podcast feed. So they should the, be the up. Buckeye show. Yeah, for the Buckeye feed. show. And I also left in the funny banter of you guys because clearly I'm doing those updates on this show. So I left those clips in those updates as well. I can't take you seriously with this mustache. <laughs> I, I don't dislike the mustache. I shaved, I shaved I for you. No, you didn't what? shave the mustache. No, no, but I, I can't take I you shaved. seriously with this. You know what? I have been, so buddies of mine who have yeah. full, thick, luscious beards have been sending me beard product links on Amazon. I will forward them to you because I'm sure it would work for your mustache to soften it up a little bit. I know. I could. I uh, think you got to give it a solid month. I could be an endorser here. encouraging him? Some why fine products. See, this is how William Hung ends up on American Idol. <laughs> No, it does not. It's like, you just need to sing a little bit more and you'll well, be great. But here's the thing. You've got it. I know Timmy well enough to know. You're you're self-aware enough that no, if after, not. no, after a month, you I'm give not. it. No, no, no Timmy, yeah. if you give the mustache a go for a month and everyone hates it, you'll go, all right, I got it. I tried it. I did the product thing. I tried to make it work. I trust your judgment on that. You I believe should. I believe I should. I you believe shouldn't. you're okay. You, should. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. I think I'm just going to commit. I don't care how it looks. I'm going to look like Orlando for Bloom for the rest of my life. You wish you looked like Orlando <laughs> Bloom. You wish his, you did. His mustache. And also the, the rub on him is that he's quite endowed down yeah. there too. That is the thing with Timmy is uh, <laughs> really Timmy's Timmy's yeah. self-aware. Yeah. I said he's so self-aware that every one of his comparisons always like, oh yeah, you know. Me and The Rock working out like we do. Like you just always compare yourself to someone who's like way in a different league. Wasn't it what's his name, Bloom? by the way? Who? The Rock. What's his it's name? Dwayne Brent, Johnson. Brent Williams. Hart. John Williams. John, John Williams, Williams, the composer. John The Rock Williams. <laughs> Wasn't Orlando Bloom photographed naked on a boat with Katy Perry? Was he? Well, I, I think so. I don't oh, remember I that. Yes, I think if you search Orlando Bloom, Katy Perry, you're going to see some. 
Oh. I bet he has Bloom a very smooth buttocks, Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Like you went snuffleupagus. You went smooth baby's bottom. Just the two I'm worlds. I'm guessing it's pretty smooth. In. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. What was he in? Pirates? Was that his big trilogy Pirates that the he Caribbean? was in? Sure. Pirates. Yeah, I mean, he's been in other yeah. movies, but... Yeah, but that was the big thing. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was where he burst I get that, onto I get, the scene. I get that confused with that Legolas guy from Lord of the Rings. Not or or is that Orlando Bloom as well? No, that can't be. Hang on, that can't be. Hang on, that elf dude. Yeah, what's, com- what's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Oh, that's you want to know what? Yeah, yeah we, we come on. Gonna it's have the de- golf coach on, by the way. So that's gonna be cool. Jay Mosley in the second hour. The boys are coming back from the Bahamas. We got some more Gene things to talk about in the first hour as well. And I'm gonna do a little toss up between two great Buckeye football players who are coming back at six thirty three. Bids is with me. Buckeye Show top of the hour right here on the fan back page. <laughs> The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Uh, Legolas is Orlando yes. Bloom as well. And I, Are you for, serious? I, I always get him confused with the same guy. Yeah, so you're right. No, Timmy was actually right. You didn't know. Well, no, I don't he know does... Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like, Vigo was in that, right? No, I don't. He doesn't know anything Why? about it. I don't. Timmy. Fine. Timmy. If he says he doesn't know, he definitely, like, not... I'm not pretending to not know. I would say, I'm not a Lord... I don't know Lord of the Rings that well, because I watched the movies a couple times, and that's that. I didn't read the books. He's saying, I have purposefully walked across the street and gone into hiding if I see... I saw the first Lord of the Rings. And then what? I saw it. And then you never I got up back. to leave three times in the middle of the movie thinking it was over. No, see, that's, that's what <laughs> I'm are, saying. They you, are long. You, if you yeah. avoid it, you really avoid it. You are not they in. They are each three hours, yep. Uh, this is good news for anybody who's still paying attention to this. The CDC has loose, is, is supposedly going to loosen mask guidance as early as next week as COVID cases continue to drop. I only bring that up to say, good to see COVID cases going down, down, down. This is all good news, so... Now the CDC even is saying they're going to be relaxing public guidance on that soon. So just keep an eye on that if that's something still on your radar. Meanwhile, uh, it's interesting times for Tristan Thompson. He cleared waivers after the Pacers let him go. If you knew he was with the Pacers, then good for you for following NBA trade rumors. Because Tristan was with Sacramento, got dealt got traded. in the most yep. recent dealings they had. With all Tyrese that. Halliburton, good yes. rookie from Iowa State. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, Tristan Thompson, waived by the Pacers, like now is going to sign a deal with mm-hmm. the Chicago Bulls. Going to go play at the United Zach Center. Zach Levine, Bulls. Yeah. Maroon 5. <laughs> that's, that's, you got it. Yep, same you guy. You nailed it. Brothers. Who was the other guy you named? Huh? Halliburton, Dick Cheney, Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton. He's a really good player. Dick Cheney. <laughs> Wrong Halliburton. <laughs> All right, Buckeye shows up next. Jackets time, a- 8 o'clock. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for a serious accident. Still causing slowdowns on I-71 southbound after Morse Road. ODOT crews remain on scene in this area. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Route 161. Please be careful. And an accident has cleared from I-70 westbound after 670, but you're going to find some residual slowdowns. Traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. From rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies are gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost twenty years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well it's funny because we were watching last night I had the NBA games on and uh ESPN I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know coconut with a hulu skirt on should. it like no i'm not gonna do you that need a different look and you can't shave it all the way no you I, can't be totally bald you look like a clan member thanks, thanks. You, you would I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald i would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on like that makes you yeah but don't you just stop what am i now? supposed to do i'm bald like i just you have that look to you a fat white guy there's bald. No, there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, it's just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right now. I don't, <laughs> don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, Good. All right. 
A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends, because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 